What's up, Joes, and a happy 4th of July. Woo! Motherfucking America! Or some shit. Yeah! Yeah! I am your host, Jeff Shannon, joined as always by my co-host and the host of the Full Heel Podcast, Rafael Chidez. Happy America Day, my brother. USA! 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 USA. USA. Canada in your face, Mexico. It is our day. <laughs> I mean, the USA is out there fucking dominating the Women's World Cup, so suck it, everybody. I was hoping that Morgan thing was a, that she was doing a joint. So I, did I. I thought she was fucking smoking a joint. Apparently, she was taking a sip of fucking tea. Yeah, and then I'm like, oh, I'm not stupid. Uh, I am dumb. No, you weren't alone, though, bro. You were not alone. I totally thought she was fucking smoking a joint. Yeah. I guess. We should. I figured it out. Oh, who's the mystery voice? <laughs> it's pay-per-view time, so you know who that is. Ladies and gentlemen, joining us once again, the Canadian representative of the Average Joe's MMA show. Hashtag Ryan didn't even watch WCW. <laughs> Ryan Dempsey. Hi, Ryan. <laughs> what is up, guys? You have your own, fa- you have your own hashtag. You guys? What's that? Yeah. I'm I'm not really tr- I I trend like one hashtag uh, every like 3 weeks. But... Yeah, I I almost I almost <laughs> dropped it today. I saw Raf posted something and I, I was going to drop it out there, but I was feeling American and it's America's day. Wait, if you're feeling American then shouldn't you have went on the attack? I should have fucking thrown tea in fucking <laughs> Canada's way. That's what I should have that... done. <laughs> fucking start chucking tea from here over to Canada. Then you get rid of that, that French speaking stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like that in America. Spark one up for America. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean, uh, Raph? Look at me. Nolans, man. That's all French. I don't go to Nolans. Like Tom Segura said, we need to build a wall. We will build a wall. <laughs> and, it's not, and it's not around Mexico. No more gator, no more shrimp. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be mad if I couldn't get shrimp. I fucking love shrimp. Yeah, yeah. I fucking love right. shrimp. A nice little shrimp cocktail on a nice hot day. Yeah, I'm not, you know what? I, I I'm, a, I mean, I'll eat a shrimp cocktail. Don't get me wrong, but like, I like, uh, obviously, the old deep fried shrimp, breaded. But I'm a big fan of grilled shrimp. I thought you were gonna start listing off the shrimps like uh, in Forrest Gump. <laughs> Just <starting. laughs> no, nah, I'm not gonna pull a bubba. I'm not gonna pull a bubba, but you know, popcorn sh- shrimp. Butterfly shrimp, shrimp gumbo, <laughs> shrimp scampi. I love me some shrimp scampi, goddammit. Some butter and some garlic. Oh. Uh, nice and simple. That's all you got to do. Yeah. Yeah. I love uh, shrimp fried rice, or mom makes the Mexican <laughs> rice, the orange one. But yeah. I, I used to make her throw uh, shrimp in that bitch, too. I love Spanish mm. rice, dude. Love that shit. Or Mexican With, uh, rice, what is or it, whatever. Those little call. peas or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they got in there sometimes mom makes beans and rice i'm not gonna have that for tomorrow it's just gonna be meat rough i'm uh hey you oh hey jeff you're invited for tomorrow if you can make it down uh i invited ryan as well so you guys invited my barbecue oh man i wish i if i didn't have to work on saturday i probably would fucking make the drive down it's only three hours for me so that's not that far but i gotta i gotta even though even though you pretend to be fucking an hour in the past and you think like an hour in the know, future, like bitch. Well, we're, we're in the future. We're in the future. You're in the past. 
Hey, bro, Rap. I'm just trying to fucking keep relations between East and West Coast. You're not even. Term. You're not on the West Coast. You're not even on Western <laughs> time. You're on the Why? fucking. We're right in the middle. We're you're central. on Central. <laughs> yeah, Raph, Raf, just wait till eight o'clock. Something wild happens. Me and Jeff already experienced it. You'll see it soon enough. <laughs> like, I get, I get, Ryan. He's like all the way in another country, fucking Canada. They have loonies. Ryan um, and I like, are on the same time zone, though. Yeah, we're, yeah. Like, you're only three hours away from me, and we share the same lake. Yeah, but I don't understand that. That's so weird. And you're so f- even more fucked up is you're on the same time zone with Blake, who's all the way in fucking Texas. But he should have LA fucking. Time, he should have right? mountain. Well, mountain. I would ex- at least mountain. Mountain's two hours behind us and an hour behind you. So LA time would be like three hours behind everybody. Fuck. Yeah, I don't know. We're on the same fucking lake, but you're an hour behind us. And then you have like those random states and provinces that just say like "fuck it," we're not changing our clocks. <laughs> it's like, right. thanks guys. Right. Make it even. <laughs> thanks more for screwing the rest of us up. Make it more fucked up. Yeah. Like if I drive all the way from where I'm in Mexico, it's the same time. Really? Just going yes. like straight down? Yep. <laughs> uh, we, we passed through El Paso. <laughs> Tax- Taxico, through those places, and then <laughs> Durango isn't through the coastline. It's like straight, straight down the middle, uh, through the into the mountains. Crazy. Yeah, yeah, and it's the same fucking time. I don't have to switch clocks or anything. Weird, but I cross, yeah. I cross into Gary, Indiana, and I got to switch all my clocks to go if I can see you. It's that, uh, so it's like somewhere in Lake Michigan, the line is drawn. It's the more west you go along the lakeshore, because like. Straight down into South Bend, same time zone. But I as think, as you or as as a, yeah, as us. It's like oh, South okay. Bend, South Bend, same time as us. But like Gary, where I got to cross through to get to Chicago, is fucking right. it's fucking flip flops. You're just like driving, and all of a sudden your clock goes back an hour. You're like, what the fuck, dude? So when you drive, so it's like, like if you drive to Chicago <laughs> and you leave at. Seven, you'll get here at nine. Seven, your time, you'll get here nine our time. Yeah, instead of it would be ten my time. So yeah. you'll actually, you'll actually be traveling three hours, but in my time it'll be like two, two hours. hours. Yeah. yeah, that is so crazy, man. Two, like, four hours for you to get to him. Here's yeah. what's here's what's real oh fucked God. up. Here's what's real <laughs> fucked up for me. So depending, sometimes when the fucking the wind's blowing right and I'm down by the lake. It'll pick up a cell tower in Milwaukee, and my fucking clocks will switch to Central Time because Milwaukee because oh, Milwaukee's. See, you're like on the line. That's why. Like, well, like crazy. I, you, you can almost see Milwaukee across the fucking. I mean, you can't almost see it, but you, you could. You know what I mean? Like it's it's close mm-hmm. enough. It, it's a couple hour ferry ride from. Well, not, not just you're on the line. I'm pretty much on the line too. Three yeah, hours isn't that for isn't sure. That much of- for sure, but it's just like it's super weird that I'm still in Muskegon, but I'm close enough to the water and the fucking signals picking up right where it's banging Central Time from Milwaukee across the lake, across the big lake. It's weird, bro. Science. <clears throat> Science. Science. Fucking Bill Nye. Fucking Bill Nye. So you're gonna, uh, or uh, Ralph, you're gonna get to see Spider Man this weekend. Yeah, I wanted to go by myself, but I don't want to see it twice uh, in the same weekend. Uh, I, but it's I'm, good I'm, enough. 
Is it? Fuck, I should have gone, though, because last week I took my niece to go see... Uh, she hadn't seen it. Uh, Endgame. Oh, no, yeah, I saw you were back at Endgame last weekend. I thought oh, maybe... that's, the... yeah, yeah, that's, that's the extended one, right? Yeah, yeah, the scenes weren't that great. But as we were watching it, so I got two free tickets because uh, some offer online, and then I bought two more tickets for my other two nephews. So I had four tickets altogether, two free. So I went... We were watching the movie, and then when Doctor Strange goes like this, raises his finger up, and tells Tony one, the power goes out because there was a giant storm. No. Oh, no. Yeah, and I'm like, fuck. I'm like, hey, hold up, guys. I'll be right back. So I go, and then the lady's walking in as I'm walking out to go tell them. And she's like, hey, there's a giant storm. The power went out. The power just came back on. We had a power surge. Uh, We're going to restart from the part where you guys left off, and you guys all got passes. And I'm like, oh, shit, awesome. Nice. So they rewound it. They, well, they started a little bit before that. Uh, I got to go pee and then watch the battle scene right where I left off because they rewound it like two minutes more. And then um, that's cool. And gave yeah, you free so passes. We, yeah, we finished watching it. I got four free passes over there, and I and I only paid for two of them. Two right, of them were for free right. for so online. You scored, so you scored fucking four passes. That's all right. Yeah. Nice. And then I got three posters as well. I saw the posters. Um, yeah, the gauntlet one. The poster looks awesome, dude. It fits so beautifully over there. And I showed you the the picture, Jeff. I don't know if yeah, I sent yeah. it to Ryan. I just sent uh, it to Ryan. No. So I put the I put the picture behind the toys and next to the the Infinity Gauntlet. So okay. it's the Infinity Gauntlet and the Nano Gauntlet, which eventually I will get. They already made the. It's coming out in October, I think. But yeah, the picture looks fucking awesome next to it. Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah, so you're you you contributed to uh, you know Avengers trying to pass fucking stupid Fern Gully oh, remake uh, Avatar. Avatar. Yeah, yeah, the Fern Gully. Blue Pocahontas. Blue Pocahontas. <laughs> Pocahontas and Fern Gully, man. Those are the two movies yeah. that they've always been accused of ripping off. Fern Gully, I got like. Ferngully for sure. Ferngully. Yeah, there's for no sure. way you can't doubt that. Yeah, you can't you can't deny that they they fucking. Ferngully's a good ass movie. Fuck anybody that says different. Fucking millennials. Goddamn millennials. <laughs> um, yeah, Spider Man's good. I, I saw it last night. It's fucking incredible. Go see that shit. I will not ruin any of it. There are two, two, end credit scenes. Both of significance. So okay. Um, for Endgame. Uh, if you if you like the movie and you want to watch it a second or a third time, go ahead. The end. And I mean, I've already like watched it five or six yeah. times anyway. <laughs> if, if you want a Stan, if you want if you want a Stan Lee tribute, that's what it is. And then the whole cutout scene that they give you isn't worth paying the money to go see that just for that. I'll wait for it's, the Blu-ray release. It's not even CGI'd all the way, and the scene I don't even know where it would have fit in. To be honest. God damn it. He like saves people on a on a dish. Like and we and we get Carl Winslow from uh, Family Matters as a cop. That, that's it. Like that's really it. And like he's not even CGI. Uh, I mean, I think it wouldn't. If he's a cop, he'd be Al Powell. Come <laughs> <laughs> <I ain't lying>. on. <laughs> <laughs> so then, so the the Spider Man is that the beginning of like the next wave of no, marvel then end. end of the third the the, the this whatever the it was phase three it was phase three yeah 
we all thought Endgame. Oh, okay. Endgame was. We all thought Endgame was going to be the the final part of Phase Three, and Spider Man was going to kick off Four. Kevin Feige slapped our fucking asses back into reality a while back, and 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 it does make sense because this is. This, in fact, yeah, it ties up all the ends and shit from post Endgame. Okay, so then it's technically a twenty-two film series. Is that twenty-one? Yeah, that, like, this one will be included in that. Yeah. Okay. Okay, I got you. It's like it's a good little. It's a bridger, so it's like tying up the ends of fucking Endgame, post Endgame, and then fucking all right. Here's what the future is gonna hold. Midnight. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a great movie. I thought they did an incredible job. I loved it. Um, it was lots of fun. I can't wait to talk to Rafa about it. Where are you going, Sunday? Yeah, I'm going to go Sunday morning. Yeah, yeah. So I can't wait to talk to you about it after you get done seeing it Sunday. Party, party. Uh, yeah, yeah. Damn it. I was hoping you, at least you, you Rafa, had seen uh, AEW so we could talk about that. No, I was watching the fights. I think it was on Saturday, right? Yeah, I had them both going. I had Bleacher Report going on my iPad with the sound off while I was watching the fights, and then I went back and watched it. So if if you haven't, um, they have it on demand on BleacherReportLive.com, um, so you can watch it there. And they also have the, the replay of All Out. It'll be where you can watch uh, Fight for the Fallen that's coming up next next Saturday. So they have all those on, on Bleach Report now? Yes. That's a pretty sweet deal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I had a, I had a pretty good experience using the app, watching it live. I know there were some issues some people had with it crashing. I didn't have any issue with that. I streamed most of the card live and then rewatched it back. I'm a dummy because I, I'm used to I, – I do I use my Chromecast a lot, so – I'm used to the the little cast icon being in the top corner of my apps, and it was right. like, it was like way on the bottom, so I didn't even notice it until I was almost done watching the last fight. Uh, I was watching the John Moxley. Uh, who the fuck did he go against? I don't even remember. But it was the last fight of the card. Um, but then then I I fucking noticed the cast icon. So, but Bleacher Report's cool. Like I said, they have you can watch it on demand there, um, and they have. Um, double or nothing on there right now, and then that's where you'll be able to watch the fight for the fallen next week. So nice. I definitely should check it out. Yeah, it's it's cool, man. Um, you can watch it on your computer. There's an app for your fucking phones and the tablets and shit like that. So and it didn't cost nothing. So cool with that. But that I thought AEW put on a good show. Um, some really good matches. There's some guys that are there that are going to be fucking stars like uh, like MJF, who I think is one of the next big things as a heel in wrestling. Like the, the kid is just great at cutting promos and getting heat, and he's a really good fucking worker. Uh, Hangman Page, who will be taking on Chris Jericho at uh, All Out for the the AEW title. I like that title. It looks nice. Yeah, it's a fucking sweet belt. Um, that you know, everybody's talked about the <clears throat> the Cody Rhodes Darby Allen chair shot, but uh, or the, the the chair shot at the end from Sean Strickland or whatever the fuck his name was. Sean, I don't know. Ty Dillinger. Ty Dillinger, yeah, from WWE. Yeah, Aaron um, Rex, bro. Aaron Rex. 
But I think that's his name here, isn't it? Aaron Rex. No, Aaron it's uh, it's it's something that starts with an S. Um, is he going by his real name or is it just another character? I think he's going by his real name. Oh, okay. Yeah, because he he was Aaron Rex in TNA. Yeah, I think I think. Oh he's... no, no, that was that was Damian Sandow. Sorry, oh. I'm mistaken. Ty Dillinger. I still, I still don't really know what to make of the Young Bucks. Like Aaron or Sean Spears. Sorry. Sean Spears. I knew it was Sean something. Um, I think Sean Strickland's a UFC fighter. He was, yeah. Was or yeah. is? I don't know. I think was. That's why it popped in my head. It was Sean something. Right. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I still don't really know what to make of the Bucks. That's only my second time. Besides some clips of Kenny Omega, I, I never watched the full Kenny Omega Jericho um hour match that they had at in New Japan. But I, I I'm excited. I like I like what I've seen. Kenny Omega from the matches I've seen him, I've seen him a couple of Wrestle Kingdoms now, and I've kept my eye on him. He's he's. One of the best. He's solid. He's very solid for sure. Top three. Uh, top three wrestlers, I would say, out there. And the Young Bucks, I've actually seen them live here in Chicago. One time, me and Hayes just went. Uh, I went to a Ring of Honor show with him, not even knowing really what I was going to. And it turned out to be a really big show after the fact that I went. I saw Jay Lethal was there. Uh, nice. But the Young Bucks were there. Um, they're, some of the shit they do is crazy. Like they, they, Their high spots are great. And I'm a huge high spot mark. Like I don't. No, no, two. I don't fucking hide it. Like I love high spots. That's why I've always been a fan of cruiserweights and the luchadors and shit. Right. Um. It's <clears throat> splash mountain to Hercarana, baby. <laughs> I, it, well, dude, you want to talk about some crazy high spots, man? Fucking uh, this dude, Jungle Boy, who is Luke Perry's son. Yeah. Right. Ju- dude. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah. Jungle Boy, Jungle Boy was in a four-way match with with MJF. Uh. Hangman Page and my boy Jimmy Havoc from ICW, and uh, he hit a insane hurt... clown wrestling. What? Insane clown wrestling? No, insane championship uh. wrestling from <laughs> Scotland, the home home of fucking Grado. So show some goddamn respect. Oh, okay. <laughs> Recognize, sir. Hashtag Ryan doesn't watch ICW either. Uh, nope. <laughs> this is for all the juggalos and juggalettes. Don't try this at home. Don't you try to don't you try to fucking bring superhuman into this. Dude, it's funny how famous he's getting, dude. I saw that I I've kept up with that kid for a while and I've been watching him for like three, four years. And I I've been I would send my cousin videos and my brother videos. Have you ever watched his unboxing videos, Ralph? No, I didn't know he had unboxing videos. He has unboxing seen, videos, bro. They're all I've wrestling him, like, figures. I've seen him wrestle his dad. I've yeah. seen him. Do like other shit. Like now, watch his Go, uh, <laughs> go on his YouTube page and watch his fucking unboxing videos. <laughs> he dedicates those to the Juggalos and Juggalettes too. <laughs> Does everything for the Juggalos. Everything's and juggalettes. for the Juggalos and Juggalettes. But don't try this at home. <laughs> don't though. try this at home. But I hope you liked it. Yeah. <laughs> I knew. But yeah, so Jungle Boy, he hit a hurricanrata, but you're not wearing pants, buddy. Instead of normal hitting it like where he's front, he hit it from behind and spun the dude through that way. Shit was, Jesus. Yeah, shit was crazy. Like that kid can work. You mean a Frankensteiner? 
It was well, no, because the Frankensteiner was a, was a hurricane rana. I thought that was just a regular hurricane. It was, it was like he Jungle Boy was like sitting on the dude's shoulders with basically like his dick up against the back of his head. Like as if it was going to be like the yeah. Doomsday device. and then hit, and then he hit the hurricane rana that way. But he flipped it, it around to the front. He flipped. He didn't or... flip him completely, but he he like pile drived him. So he flipped him back oh, to where okay. they were straight up and down, and finished it that way. It was fucking nuts, man. Watch that card. It there's some there's some great shit on there. And Moxley put on a great match, but they had a fucking hardcore match, so uh, but it was cool to remind, see. Remind me after so I can play some video games and watch it. Yeah, I will. I'm gonna hunt down dragons. It's a lot of traveling. <laughs> <clears throat> it's worth watching, man. It was a good card. There were some weird spots. Um but Still, to me, has been I'm more excited about it than anything I've been about WWE in years. Like me and my buddy Cam have been talking about AEW back and forth for a while, and he's the same age I am. And we were both like, you know, it's weird. I haven't been excited about wrestling in a really long so time. But you've seen right? What Heyman and Bischoff are in charge of? Yeah, Raw I, I, I did see. Raw was dude. Raw complete different show. With Heyman in charge, complete different show. I heard they're and, they're getting out of the PG era now. And I heard that they both yeah. want out of the PG shit. They're like, we don't, we can't work like this. And AEW is the kick in the ass for WWE to, because they didn't have any competition to fucking do it for them. Right? Like, they were like, yeah. Look, as long as we're top of the heap, we can put out whatever the fuck we right. want. Right? Yeah, their their only competition was on what, like Discover Channel or whatever. TNA TNA hasn't been con- even exactly. any kind of legitimate competition to them since they were on Spike. Yeah, and even then, there was like leaps and bounds behind. Like they were taking in like your Christians and your Kurt Angles, trying to do anything, but they couldn't compete. Like they didn't have enough. They didn't have the top, the huge main stars, but they had the guys they had underneath it. It was a lot like fucking wcw in the 90s the guys i had underneath were amazing because that's where you had your aj styles your christopher daniels yeah. your samoa joe's, samoa joe's your Kaz- yeah. frankie kazarian's your fucking um i mean the entire x bobby division Rude. bobby Roode, uh yeah cowboy james Pete storm pd williams Perkins was there that's where they got uh he was suicide i think okay he, he's TJ Perkins without a mask. He was their first cruiserweight champion. Introduced the cruiserweights. Yeah, back suicide into the, was nuts. Yeah, he's he was he was crazy good, but the gimmick was horrible. He was a cocky, pretty boy dude, and it was just I'm like, come on, and I don't believe it. Put on the mask and bring suicide back or right. something. But the the X uh, division used to be fucking incredible, man, incredible, and put on great matches. That's I think once I they got rid of that six sided ring, that's when they started to like. I think the six sided ring kind of like hurt them, but when they got rid of it, then I don't know. I feel like they lost something that they lost their gimmick that they were their fans kind of used to. <laughs> it was their gimmick. Bruce said the guys hated working in it though. Oh, really? Yeah, because just the way it was set up, like it made the ropes really weird to try to do shit off of and stuff okay. like that. But, um, man, uh, the Young Bucks, the last two times, both uh, double or nothing, and then this pay-per-view, this time it was a three-way match with, with Kenny Omega on their team, but they've been wrestling against uh, this team out of AAA, I think they they are, from uh, the, the Lucha Brothers. LA, L- okay. No, not is LAX. LAX. LAX is in TNA, but their contract's almost up, and everybody's really mm-hmm. hoping that they end up in AEW. But no, it's the it's the Lucha Brothers. Um, oh, uh Fucking Pentag- is it Pentagon? Settle, 
Miedo brother yeah, yeah, yeah. and his brother Phoenix, I think. Yep, Phoenix. Dude, they are I, I fucking they're, love that team, man. They're up they're up there for they're incredible. Yeah, they they do some crazy shit, especially with the young bucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I dude, I and just in two matches I have become a huge fan of the fucking Loser Brothers. I love uh Pentagon Jr.'s mask. Yeah. His masks are badass too. Yeah. Him and I've, him. I've kind of I've almost bought one at one uh, like on Amazon. I've looked at them a couple are, times. Him and Phoenix are good, dude. I, I enjoy them. AEW's put them out in uh, yeah, I saw them in Lucha Underground. That's where I saw them. Yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember hearing about I remember hearing about them, but I had never really seen them work until now. I mean I, I had Pentagon. I've seen Pentagon wrestle before. Plenty, but I'd right. never I'd never <laughs> seen him and Phoenix, you know, as the Lucha Brothers, so Zero miedo, bro. <laughs> Zero fear. Zero fear. Yeah. Check it out. And it's, yeah, I'll check it out today. Check it out. Got nothing else to do besides play video games. Right. We got the day off. Of Ryan, no, do you have to work tomorrow, don't you? Yeah. Bummer. But. Bummer. Yeah. It's Bummer. all good. If only you were in America. Yeah, but I had Monday off, so. It's all good. What was Monday? <laughs> Canada Day. Man. Piggybacking off our freedom, bro. Yeah, man. Uh, one one comes before four, so, I mean, we kind of... See, first. see, see? <laughs> trying, to, <laughs> trying to steal our thunder, bro. Do they blow <laughs> Do they blow shit up for Canada Day? They try to. Yeah, try. We do. <laughs> yeah, too much stuff. I'm outside grilling. Ah, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's definitely. Rap starts taking cover. <laughs> it's what oh, shit I do too, man. It's gunshot and fireworks season in Muskegon. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. We've had Sometimes fucking shootings out the ass lately. Really? Yeah, it's been not not like Chicago level, but yeah, definitely. It's fucking... in the in the Toronto paper, they're trying to compare Chicago to Toronto, <clears throat> and they're saying because like they're saying Toronto's. Uh... Uh, murder rate is climbing uh, to a disgusting level, and like Chicago, thus far is two hundred and twenty something. Toronto's at uh, almost twenty. I'm like, you can't. Like, how are we comparing this right now? Like, get out of here. And, like, Toronto's murder rate smaller than Muskegon's. The Toronto's like it's nothing, but they make it sound up sound it to be like. Well, it's because like, it's Canada, man. Oh yeah, it's just so funny that they're trying to be like, like Chicago's like like. No offense to, to the Chicago or that, but it's always I know that's the murder capital of America. That's how I've always heard it. Always. And now they're Detroit. like, and now they're like Toronto's yeah, catching up. We're up, we're up to nineteen. I'm like, what the hell, Ryan? Why are you saying that about Chicago? <laughs> you asshole! It, it don't make me go on that that Bret Hart rant, you know. In, the, in Canada, we we still care about our elders. We take care of them. <laughs> I mean, we won't argue about that. America takes care of people like shit. No, no, Canada's too. We just—I I always say like Canada's not as good as everyone thinks. You guys, are but just America just ma- America just makes us look good. That's the only difference. Like, like I, I thank you, Florida, for making us look great. Florida's a whole different fucking animal, <laughs> man. That's almost—that's <laughs> almost like another fucking country. Okay. That, yeah, you know what? That's what like well, like Raph was saying there with uh, was it uh, Chrysler with the build the wall. That should be the build the wall around fucking Florida, man. <laughs> Dude, everything south of Disney World is just like a whole new level of weird. Meth and murder. Yeah. 
I hear it's crazy. Oh, I hear fireworks. <laughs> Boom booms. <laughs> it's time. I might take a trip down Lakeshore later when it gets dark. Nice. I went. I took Blowing a little, up. took a little drive down by the beach earlier today. With a nice. lot of people. I'm trying. Uh, I'm trying to see all those fireworks, especially down the Lakeshore. Yeah. I'm gonna take take the expressway, right around with the joint. Watch out for the cops. Yeah, fuck them. Mm. Fuck the police. Fuck the police. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'm only trying to fucking smoke a joint and look at the fireworks like an American. Right. <laughs> at least you're not drunk and doing it. Yeah. Motherfucker. Firing off my own fireworks. <laughs> I almost blew my hand off once. Really? Yeah, I had fucking, I had like a, I had a bunch of little fucking firecrackers, like pretty good little bangers. And I lit, I thought it was the fuse, but apparently it was just like a little short fucking quick fuse. Right. And I barely was able to get those things out of my hand and they probably blew up about that far above my hand when they, like when they hit the air. Yeah. I was like, oh shit. And I fucking tossed them and. Yeah, me and Tony. It was when me and Tony were living together, and uh, one Fourth of July, he had a bunch of fucking just like Kevin McAllister style firecrackers. Okay. And we were like throwing them out of our. We would like open our front door on our porch and light them and just like throw them out in the front yard and <laughs> shut the door. And that's all we did all day long. And I tied that's a awesome. couple. I tied a couple of them together, and I went to do that. And that, yeah, it barely, it barely got out of my hand. I almost chasing Pierre Paul myself. We never get any good shit because my parents are Mexican, so they, the best we've gotten are like the the, the oh yeah, and the like green, red, and orange and shit. They give a bunch of colors off, or like uh, we we've gotten Roman candles when I was younger, but they've become less and less uh, available as I've gotten older. But as I got older. It was like, look, I can either give you 20 bucks or you can go fucking buy cheap fireworks. The stupid sparklers. Yeah. Or the snakes and shit like that. And it's like, I'm, just give me the fucking money. I'm not going to go buy fireworks. Um, <laughs> even now, I'm just like, I'll, if I really want to, I'll enjoy them. I'll just go fucking drive down Lake Shore with the yeah. joint and enjoy the show. Sorry, because Navy Pier has a, a fireworks show. I don't give a shit about fireworks. I've seen so much fireworks in my lifetime. Like, like big, good, like expensive fireworks shows and shit like that because we used to yeah. have them we used to have them at summer salt our old our festival that we used to have in town so like i don't know fireworks don't do it for me anymore but it was just kind of funny we were fucking stoned as shit and just i think we were just trying to piss off our neighbors they they terrify my dog now so i they pissed me off a lot and also try to put the kids to bed and fireworks are going off it's gets me angry yeah we were doing it all day we weren't doing it at night we were just fucking sitting around our house getting high in the living room and then we would walk to the fucking refrigerator grab some (laughs) walk back in the living room open the door throw them out in the yard and shut it shut the door and just hear boom is that like my r2 unit yeah dude that r2 unit's sweet as fuck he's uh remote controllable you can't see it but if i put him on the floor i can control my phone that's awesome. I can make him. I can make him sing and shit too. All right, shut up, part two. Teach him how to <laughs> teach him how to roll your joints. That'd be <laughs> awesome. That's what, that's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, set up part two. Dude, I fucking I ran out of cones today, so I had to roll a joint by hand. It was the first time I've rolled a, actually rolled a joint in months. <laughs> I, uh, they started selling cones at my fucking gas station. Nice. It's crazy. Just the fucking cones. You pack them yourself, right? Or do you oh, buy yeah. them already pre-rolled? No, I pack them myself. I buy... Oh, I got okay. a whole... thought you were super bougie. Nah, man. I got a fucking 32... Oh, just cones? 32 pack, baby. Damn! Yes, yeah, so I, well, I go through them fucking... You know, I used to buy them like 6 or 12 at a time. I Dude, I don't smoke bowls anymore. Good old glass for me. I don't smoke out of... I haven't smoked out of glass that isn't like fucking dab rigs and... A long ass time, man. I'm, yeah, I'm, I am bougie. I turned down right. smoking a bowl today. This used to be fucking fancy, like before I know. I, blunt and- I know, but then I've I've just become a joint what dude. I, what if I do bongs? Should I just do bongs the whole time? I got a nice roar. It's I mean, right I've never been a big fan of the bong, but yeah, I, I like but it. I love dabs. It's weird. I but- like it, but I'll, I'll do a bowl. It's just more of a. <laughs> Oh, that's a nice piece, and I'm like, yeah, it's a nice piece. Bongs just end up hurting my throat more than anything. Like I can smoke all day and be fine, but like for some reason, bongs hurt my throat more. I don't know why it is, but so I've become bougie and I just smoke joints and occasionally a blunt. Occasionally, it's very, very occasionally I'll smoke a blunt. I'll hit one if you fucking hand it to me, but I won't. Mm-hmm. I have, I roll a blunt for sure, like for Christmas. And usually, when I'm watching <laughs> The Godfather on Christmas Eve, I smoke a blunt. <coughs> Get a little two pack of fucking white owls and smoke me some blunts. Yeah, usually when these guys come around, that's what I gotta do. I'm a, I'm a bougie bitch, man. I like I like my fucking my papes. Can't help it. So instead of paying about the same price for fucking twenty four cones, my head shop guy turned me on to the thirty two pack. Now they've been trying to sell me this fucking mega pack that's like fourteen hundred cones or some shit like that. Aye, aye, aye. For like a hundred and some bucks, and I'm like, bro, I don't, I don't need an everlasting supply of cones. <laughs> don't you though? I mean, I do, but <laughs> like if I just have a pack of cones just chilling there like that, I'm gonna fucking ah smoke way more joints than I already do. Like I go through a 32 pack almost a week, but I have like Tony comes over and fucking packs up like two or three of my cones, so. You know what I mean? Like, we they're just there. We just pack them up and go. So it's easier to go through. But I probably, I smoke at least two or three probably a day after work. They're not even gram. Like, they're, they're, they're not even a gram that you can't, you can't even pack a gram of weed into them, though. So it's max capacity. It's three quarters of a gram. So it's only well over two grams if I smoke three a day. Yeah. It's not bad. Around there. Where'd you go, Roth? I'm right here. No, you disappeared. You can't see me? Uh-uh. I just got the FAP logo. Just, yeah, just the logo, yeah. What? What? Rafa disappeared. I don't do nothing. <laughs> Your camera said I'm done. 
Ryan, you've probably been going fucking crazy with all this uh, free agent madness in the NBA. Yeah, it's I've been enjoying it. Give me something to to do there for a while. There, look at all like well, it gets me sad when I see those damn contracts. I wish man, I couldn't. I be like a foot and a half taller and just <laughs> just get a rebound and that's it. All of a sudden, here's ten million dollars a year. But God right. damn it, man! Seeing those Kevin Durant's fucking not even playing next year. He's getting like thirty six million dollars. God damn it, dude! My one of my coworkers, like I can't. Re- I wish I could remember the number now. He sat down and like did the math to break down how much Kevin Durant's gonna get paid an hour. Oh, I've I like I've seen some uh, some contracts like with especially like uh, Mike Trout when he signed that four hundred and fifty million dollar deal. Yeah, and they're like per at bat, he's making like fifty thousand dollars. Well, he just. just to- he like, just, just broke. Like, yeah, <laughs> he just broke it down. He did the math or whatever, you know, and, and figured out like how much per hour he would be make. Uh, Kevin Durant's going to get paid, and it's it's something like fourteen or forty thousand. Maybe it was like forty thousand dollars an hour. I don't know. It was something fucking ridiculous though. And the best part is that he would have had sixty million dollars. There was like four thousand something. If he if he had stayed at Golden State, he's like sixty million. Nah, I'm good. I'm gonna go do it on my own with Kyrie Irving and DeAndre Jordan. Okay, guys that have done nothing in their career without LeBron. Like, like Kyrie's nice, but I don't know. And a 32-year-old man on one leg, I don't have a lot of faith. In right, Brooklyn. not That's not coming forward, back, <laughs> not coming back from a fucking Achilles injury. No, I don't uh, care if it's 2019. He's not going to be the same guy when he's 33 and not playing competitively for a year. Nah, nah. But, hey, well, in fuck Kawhi Leonard, I guess was in Toronto for a meeting yesterday, and it was like the OJ Simpson chase. They had helicopters on the 401 covering him. Going from the airport to the meeting. Jesus. It's like, yeah, Kawhi Leonard's in that car. Like, what the fuck are we doing right now? Like, how about we wait until he's signed somewhere before we make a big deal about this at this point, man? Like, because they're doing everything they can to show him that they care and yeah. want him to stay. Everyone, yeah, well, otherwise, I, he's going everyone, to fucking LA. Everyone that comes in and talks to me, they're like, I don't know why he wouldn't want to stay in Toronto. He gets the whole country. I'm like, yeah, but he also pays double the taxes. He gets paid in Canadian dollars, and it's cold. Get... Yeah, he played his entire career in, or, you know, most of his career in fucking San Antonio. Yeah, and that, and then there was like, oh, but he You're signed from his San Antonio. Kids. What like they signed his kids? Huh? What'd you say, Ralph? You're from San Antonio. I am. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, pe- <laughs> people are people are amazing right now. Like the. They take the small thing like, oh, he he's wearing a Blue Jays jersey on vacation. He's staying in Toronto, and he flies out to L.A., and everyone's like, oh, he's leaving. Like, oh, there he is. He's back. He's back. <laughs> um, back again. But this is it's just like fucking Cleveland when yeah. they were doing everything they could to get LeBron to stay either time. The way I look at it is like you know what the he what? got you a, he, he got you a title the who be happy like yeah he got he, you a title if he leaves you're still gonna rename the franchise the flying Kawaiians like let's be real like the Raptors are gone like they're gonna put his the statue right at center court like who are we kidding like he, his statue is going right next to Aubrey's yeah like like it's it's 
to get out. Like, come on. Like he, he's If he leaves, who cares? Look what he did for your team. That's it. You can't be sour. Uh, they will be. Hey, but oh, at least at least your team didn't sign Derrick Rose. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> uh, my, uh, the Pistons just signed Derrick Rose. They're not my team. I, dude, know, I fucking hate Dude, I saw this great picture of Derrick Rose and a kid, and like the caption's like, man, you're a 73 in, in NBA 2K19. He's like, man, I was a 93 in 2K13. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and seven more knee surgeries later. Oh, Probably one of the guys I feel the worst about in, in basketball that I've ever watched is Derrick Rose. You feel the worst? It's a waste of when time. You feel the worst? <laughs> yeah. I feel Chicago's like... Rookie of the Year went to the playoffs. The only reason we lost was because of a championship team that took us out. And we had the Rookie of the Year. But you... Hey man, I love watching great guys play basketball. Like, I, like I, any any time there's a great athlete, it's that, you, you got to watch it. Gotta... Like What's after, that? after Michael left, that brought people back in Chicago to start watching. It did. Again. It helped yeah, Chicago's basketball again. He's not gonna help the Detroit Pistons though. Now we got two guys that are fucking old and injury prone. Decrepit. Making a yeah, you appreciate him, you bastard. No, I don't like the Pistons, so I want seven point five million a year. That's uh, that's hefty. My NBA basketball team fucking resides in East Lansing. That is the only basketball I really give a fuck about. And they're basically pros because they play college, so <laughs> they're getting paid some some form. Yeah, another. but most of our most of our players fucking. Stick around for four years. They don't. They're not one and done. Yeah. See, that's what I. That's what I hate with Draymond Green is I like. I love Draymond on the Spartans, and then when and then when the Warriors started getting good, and he was like becoming like this like the cocky third and fourth wheel. I was like, shut up, Draymond. It's like, the only. It's the only me. fucking warrior I like. Spartan guy, man. Go he's always be been that way. Draymond. He's always been that dude. That's the fucking thing. Draymond has always been that guy. He was that guy in the Big Ten. Everybody hated Draymond Green because was he? Oh God, I, yeah. I I watched him, but I didn't. I, I don't fall necessarily like as hard. Draymond talked shit on the court. Like Draymond was physical as fuck. They everybody hated Draymond. <laughs> I loved him because he was a Spartan dog, but. <laughs> and he he was the fucking heart and soul of, of, of several very good Spartan teams, but I like him. I think I think he's a phenomenal player. I just wish that he would like shut up once in a while. Yeah, like, there's, there's a, but he there's a lot though. of guys that are like that. That's yeah, the, yeah. But... Now Tom Izzo's history of one and duns are not good. Like fucking Zach Randolph was an NBA bust. Uh, DeAndre uh, uh, Dede Davis is a fucking NBA bust. And that sucks for me because Didi's from goddamn Muskegon, so I was real happy when he signed with Michigan State and then promptly left after his freshman year and has not been able to stay in the NBA. He keeps getting cut by teams and ending up in the G League. Well, with that one, uh, <laughs> I don't know if you heard about the Darren Carlson turned down uh... – Something like $10 million a year so we could focus on being a Jehovah's Witness. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what are you like, Some people, man. Some people. Man, I'll take that money. Sean Bradley oh, walked away from the fucking NBA. Yeah. To be a Mormon teacher. It's. But, I mean, after you get posterized so many times. 
<laughs> you got enough pictures of yourself with dudes nuts in your face. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you're right, fucking eighteen feet tall. <laughs> and you still getting fucking nuts in the face. Yeah, we gotta be careful because Rap already was excited about the wieners in the mouth. So oh yeah, the fucking the goddamn <laughs> this hot dog eating contest day, man. Get down, bro. <laughs> Rap's getting excited over there. I watched yeah. the hot dog eating contest. I ain't gonna lie. I'm gonna have to go. I'm gonna have to go wink one out real quick. <laughs> Joey, Joey, fucking chestnut ate 71 hot dogs and buns in 10 minutes today. Oh, Jesus, I don't know if I eat 71 hot dogs in the past five years. <laughs> like. I ate three today. <laughs> I ate two today, actually. <laughs> they were Kogels. They were the good shit. We had Oscar Meyer. I don't know. That's what my parents buy. I when I go when I go buy shit, I get uh, all beef. Yeah, yeah, they, those are these were all beef. Something. All beef Kogel Franks. The good. The yeah. good shit. I want to snap on them. Ka-ka. Yeah. Cop. <laughs> but tomorrow, I'm a grill. Some meat, some ribeye steaks. I'm going to just get some different cuts of steak tomorrow, like I did. But probably more ribeye, because out of the cuts I've been cooking, it's probably been the, the best tasting one I've got. Ribeye, ribeyes tender. are my favorite. They're always my my pick. I liked, I did the T-bone, but I cooked it a little bit too much. It was still good, but I wish I would have done a little bit less. And then top sirloin is good, but it has its distinct taste. I, I like yeah. I like I like a T bone, but I also the the fucking bone pisses me off. Yeah, I need a I need to find some well, bottom sirloin. The T bone's just a it's a massive rip off the T bone. Like yeah. you're paying more for the bone than anything else. So you like right. Like you got you have a nice a nice piece of meat. You have a nice fillet, but then slice it down, put a bone in it, and charge like an extra like like two bucks a pound or right. two bucks whatever it is right. like. Yeah, I mean, I I like a I like a good T bone. It's got good flavor and shit, but. It's a ripoff. I'll take a ribeye. I mean, a fillet. Obviously, that's a. I'm gonna get some top sirloin tomorrow, so I'm, uh, probably more ribeye than anything, and then uh, hamburger meat and uh, some spicy Italian sausages. I, I bought a good fucking sirloin fillet the other like a couple of weeks back. They're pretty tasty, nice and tender. Yeah, yeah. You can you can get them. You can make them tough if you cook them too much, but. Nice. You cook I, them right. I yeah. eat mine medium rare, bro. There's, I do mine medium well. <laughs> there's no real, <laughs> there's no real cooking too long when you go when yeah. you go medium rare. Yeah, I like a good rare blue rare. Like, I, I I'm with like, dude. I'm with you. I can eat a rare <laughs> if it's warm. Like that's all I need is a nice little bit of warmth it, yeah. onto a steak. Sear that bitch. Whatever. I'm good. That's why. That's why. Like I like. If I'm making steak, I can trust myself. Because if I I've had blue rare out at restaurants and they've been so cold and so like it's like how like come on there's it's so easy you just take it out you sit it in the heat lamp for five minutes and then throw it on the grill for 45 seconds aside that's it like it's right. not like it's the laziest thing to cook right and you still screw it up it's like, out of the fridge onto the grill onto the plate like no no yeah steak steak's the only thing i can eat like on the rarer side like i burgers i'm a midwell you know shit like that but fucking i will use if i if I know the butcher, uh, I'll go medium on a burger. But I have to know the butcher to make sure I'm not going to get like worms and stuff like that. Right, right. Because like, right. you you go to the wrong guy, you're getting some shit product or something. Like medium just I, on a burger is too bloody for me, and I, I don't want it dripping all over the shit. With the burger, there's already enough shit dripping. Oh but, yeah, yeah. But a good steak, like I'm cool. Like if it's fucking bloody and rare, 
I'll Nick's sop that. To take your take your breath bread and sop and, and sop that shit it. up. <laughs> oh yeah, sop up the juice. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, I'm out of here. <laughs> I'm gonna go grill. <laughs> I don't knock. Yeah, man. I don't. The only people I knock for the way they ate their steak is fucking well done. Those people are nut jobs. Yeah, you 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 ruined it. Especially if you get a steak that's like a, a tougher cut. If you're getting a, a tougher cut of meat and then you're doing it well done, it's what? Do you, what why even bother right. eating it? Get a, get an old like, leather no shoe point. and heat it up. Yeah, like, there's no point. They and then you gnawing on it. And like, then you put ketchup on it. Oh motherfucker! Fucking Ed Sheeran shit. Ugh. Well, my parents get thin cube steak or uh, what flake steak? Yeah, flanks. Yep. They, yeah, that that they cook it well done, but it's super thin. It's the taco slice. <laughs> yeah, like so for, if you're yeah, cooking it for cool. something like taco slicing, so I'm I'm just talking like a straight up mm-hmm. fucking. Yeah, like steak. if you have like a, if you have like a thinner steak that's gonna be sliced up for certain things, like yeah, like especially if it's like a tender a tender one that you can cook it for like half an hour yeah. and it just melts, like that's. Yeah, my parents don't really know about steak. The only times they've had steak are like the few times they've gone to like a restaurant or something. They don't speak English. Hmm. <laughs> Carne. Yeah, so I've been cooking steak for them, and they like it a lot. They've been, they're like, um, they, they've been buying the steak. I'm like, hey, you guys want me to buy, uh, pick up some steaks? And they're like, no, no, we got it. You just got to cook it. And I'm like, all right, okay. Sweet. Yeah. I need a good prime rib. Nephews. I haven't had a good prime mm-hmm. rib in a while. <clears throat> Uh, I had one of those experiences where I'm afraid to go back to Prime Rib. I was uh, was it that uh, my parents at the at the keg uh, two years or so ago, and I got the Prime Rib, and it was rancid. Like I took one bite, I'm like, called the waitress over. I'm like, I'm sorry, like this is not edible. And she's like, Wait, I'm like, No, they tell the chef to taste this and tell me how he's serving this. And yeah, comped. I'm like, I'm not eating. Like. Like you can do whatever like they can eat if they want, but I'm I'm right. done. I'm not eating. And I that. and now every time I see prime rib, I get like that taste in my mouth. I'm like, right. fuck, man, like God damn, damn it. They like, you spoiled the meat. Yeah, like and it was the cake. It's not like I was going to like like Joe's Steakhouse up the street. Like it was like a legit like franchise that's known for steak and meat. And, like like oh, it was so disgusting. I'd have been hella pissed. Oh, I was just like <laughs> took one bite, spit it out, said over, like gone. Like do not care. Yeah. Like, oh, we're so sorry. Don't, like, don't don't even offer a gift certificate because I'm not coming back. Like, if you get if it gets that far without anybody noticing, like, no one noticed color, texture, right, smell. Right. You didn't notice any. You because it had to have been cooked that way, right? On top of everything else, like <laughs> it went in, it went into the oven, probably having a weird funk to it. And you're like, eh, it should be fine. We'll It'll slow be fine. cook it still. Yeah, yeah. Let the bacteria grow for a couple more hours. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, the juices that'll kill it. It's fine. Oh yeah. <laughs> No, I Ugh. get that. That would ruin it for me. Oh, that's terrible. I, 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 I just like I gotta believe I was the first one to get the piece because if anyone else had ever had had a slice from that roast, they would have had to send it back. Like, there's no one that would have eaten that. Like that's a little weird. Like, Maybe they just try to spice it up. Yeah, just throw you know, some like, more. Uh, just throw horseradish like, on it. It's like fine. Frank Sanza style. Yeah. Just like, like, yeah. I use. I try to use enough spices, but kill. everyone around me was just coughing. Yeah. Everyone. I sent six of my own men to the latrines. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, man, that was it. And Frank Costanza cooked me dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Frankie. Man. Oh, man. Well, I guess we're uh, 
an hour in. <laughs> we can uh, probably touch on last week's fight card. <laughs> Since we got a, 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 a pay-per-view <laughs> preview as well. I think to, su- to sum up last week, I think you just got to channel your inner uh, Stephen A. Smith. Francis Ngannou is a bad man. It, it, I mean, it's it seriously, you know, for for everything that Ngannou lost in the two fights from Stipe and the, his shit performance against Black Beast, like... Oh, yeah. I, I don't know if it's just, like, he focused, you know. He definitely showed he didn't train well outside of just trying to knock Stipe out for the Stipe fight. Right, yeah. And, and so I don't know if, if, if that and then the shit performance he put on against Derek Lewis, if he just fucking finally pulled it together and it was like, all right, I'm going to start training hard and like learning shit or what. But I, I, I want to see those guys go like dial it back because Ngannou admitted that he was nervous about going up against a wrestler and Lewis came and admitted that he uh, it was his back, I think, was it that was messed yeah, up? Yeah, Derek's had those back issues so forever. I feel like, it, you know, if you have uh, Ngannou with confidence and uh, Derek Lewis who's healthy, I think you might get a better fight. I can see why the UFC will never do it again. Right. But, I agree with you. But, I think I think Derek's looked better his last couple of fights than he did. Yeah, even his losses, he looked, yeah. he looked entertaining again. Yeah. But, I mean, I just, oof. Like... What concerns me with Ngannou again is, like, you, you got to give him the title shot. I don't know. I don't know if we get a different outcome. If he has to go up against a, a DC, a Stipe, or a John Jones, I don't see him getting the title. No, I, I, I don't. I especially against like a DC. I mean, he could crack DC. DC is is very known for getting cracked, yeah. and he's shown, God damn it, all he's got to do is get get his fucking hands on you, and, and yeah, no, you're going down. You're going down. Uh, I I want to I want to know what was up with Junior because he wasn't doing too bad in the beginning, and that overhand right had no setup. He just threw it super far away at a distance that was ridiculous. The, uh, he need, he needed to continue to do what he was doing in the beginning of that fight for three, four rounds yeah. before trying to throw an overhand right like that. It was yeah, ridiculous. Those, those leg kicks that he landed early were really nice, and it looked and I thought that was going to be the game plan: I'd kick him in the leg, make sure he can't put power, like he can't put his foot down right. to land a power punch. But then, and gone with a leg kick, and all of a sudden, it looked like JDS was like, uh, you know what? Uh, maybe I'll just stand and trade blows instead. And yeah, just I don't know why. He, Someone of JDS's caliber wouldn't like abandon the game plan so quickly. It looked like, but I don't know if he just got fucking overconfident in his boxing. That's what I'm thinking too, man. Because who the hell throws an overhand right from three miles away? Hey, look at the, he had enough. He had enough distance to throw the overhand right and turn his back and try to run away. And especially he threw it from distance when Ngannou has. It was a five inches of reach, right? So, like on top of everything else, like you had to get closer to throw that. There was no, there was no cutting the distance with a short jab, even just to throw it out there to maybe throw a second jab, right? To jab, check jab your distance, yeah. A checker, there was none of that, man. Well, I, I know that's why I wonder because, like, even in the pre-show, like the, the hype building up to it, like they talked about how 
uh, Junior was the, the the much better striker, like overall boxer and everything like that. Right. But Ngannou had the power, obviously, and was uh, quicker. So right, I, yeah. I wonder if if that height, you know, JDS just fucking believed his own height, man. And I wonder, like, when he – because, I mean, don't take it the wrong way, but that the shot that took him down did not look like – in Ghana's biggest power shot. Oh, it no, like it wasn't, it like wasn't was what a, he hit over him with. And, no, and it, I almost <laughs> wonder, it, it seems like when JDS went down, it's like he felt like, oh, shit, I'm in trouble. This guy's got power. Just cover and try to weather the storm. Like, it, like because it, it looked like the shot hit him, and he just, like, didn't look staggered. He just looked like he was, like, trying to defend himself by covering up a little bit, and... You can't do that with the search in the heavyweight division when guys gonna start throwing hammers, right? Because it didn't look like it would. I get again wear and tear on JDS. I was gonna he, say JDS's chin. He could he could easily have been briefly rocked and just like snapped back, like oh shit, like why am I on the ground? That's kind and of because because the referee stood him up and he didn't argue with the ref. He's like, what? Like what's going? Like so it could have been something. Like, uh, it was weird. It was... I just I think JDS's chin has had too many miles. I mean, just the the two beatings from Kane alone. Yeah, and then and even in the, some of the fights that he's won, he's taken a lot of damage. Right, like, right. You know, two fights. The yeah, what? The two steep. The two steep. The two steep fights. I mean, you know, he's 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 gotten beat up. Overeem knocked him out. Yeah, didn't he? he Did he? I don't remember that. Or one. did he knock out over him? Uh... Remember he threw a nasty hook. He he lost to over him. Yeah, over him threw a badass hook when over uh, when JDS was like next to the cage, caught him nasty. If I remember right, when they fought. I don't remember that fight. I don't really remember that I'm fight. I'm kind of blank on that one. It was on the Dos Anjos Cerrone two, so that's a. Uh... Hot minute ago. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember that fight myself. Yeah, but he's, his chin is taken. Yeah, he's. It's definitely taken. Those guys that he's fought, man. Like he's fought some monsters, and the heavyweight division alone, you're gonna take a lot of damage in the, in a short period of time. And the guys that he's gone up against, like, I don't know, man. Feel for him. There's like. He does like he says. I I don't know what I have to do to get back to a title shot. Like <laughs> go to Bellator for real, for real. You're gonna have to you you're gonna have to leave the fucking UFC, bro. Yeah, I don't see what they can really do with him going forward. Like there's there are some heavyweights you can that like, you can set him up with, but. I mean, I don't. He's going to be uh, your ESPN Plus main eventer for the next little bit. I think I don't see him, or like maybe Comain in Brazil on a pay per view. If that, he's he's still a, a gatekeeper esque yeah. guy. To but the the thing is, is it's like that the heavyweight division doesn't it, it doesn't really have a lot of guys coming in that. Are in a position to get tested against a guy like JDS. Like they tried it with Tai Tuivasa, it didn't work out. No, yeah. Dude, yeah I mean, Tai to me is, needs to get serious about this shit. Yeah, Tai, I don't think takes it serious enough. Even a guy like Derek Lewis, who 
looked good in a couple of fights looked, after the uh, Ngannou debacle and then took that Derek Lewis fight and just or the uh, sorry the DC fight on short notice and that I mean that was going to make him look bad just right off the bat. Oh for sure that you was a payday. Was, but when he bounced back to take on JDS and you saw that JDS still has it against a guy like Derek Lewis like okay maybe he can climb his way back to the top and then you see a fight like this and you're like well uh, he's going to have to fight a couple guys to, before he gets a name fight, probably. And I don't know if he has the three, four fight winning streak just to get to the title left in him at 35 years old with uh, in the heavyweight division. I mean, I-, I could see him trying to run like him and Kane one more time. If, Kane, if Kane ever comes back. Yeah. Yeah, I can see them trying to resolve that to us again. Yeah. I mean, it's not a title fight anymore, so who cares? Yeah. I'll watch it as a co-main event or a fucking undercard fight or whatever, as long as I'm yeah, not no, having to no, watch it as a title fight. They're going to give us five five rounds on ESPN on, like, just as a main event, just four more rounds of JDS getting his skull beaten in. Right. I don't need to see him get murdered by Kane anymore, but it could be a completely different no. fight. Who knows? Cause yeah, that's true. Yeah, with the, with the way that Kane's It ain't the same Kane. Fights, no. But ain't the same cane. Yeah, I, I, I mean, unfortunately, Francis does deserve the the winner of Stipe and DC. Unless unless they, unless Bonesy gets in there. Yeah, I don't know. The thing with John is, I can I can see if he wins Saturday, he's gonna call out DC. But I I don't know if they do it at heavyweight. DC doesn't seem to want a heavyweight. No, he doesn't no. want to lose his belt. He don't want to lose that belt. He don't want John to take that belt from him. Yeah. That's why you know that Rockhold's calling out John Jones if he wins on Saturday. Oh, fuck Rockhold. Rockhold's got a Rockhold, he, he knows he's calling out Jones. Sure. Go like, ahead. So, <laughs> I can call out John Jones too, but doesn't mean I'm going to fight him. I mean, Luke, Luke Rockhold's got some pretty boy looks. He might want to fight John Jones because he can still make money off his face right now. But after Jones would be done with him, not so Luke, Luke, gotta, Luke would have to make the walk. He, he's got to make the walk two consecutive fights for me to even take him seriously. Yeah, yeah. It's been how many years now? It's like two at least. Yeah, what well, was his last fight? Was, was that David Branch? Probably. Because that was a... That was a yeah, that was a good 18 months minimum ago, I'd say. Yeah, because he got hurt coming back after he was coming back off that injury. Yeah, and that's when he decided just to jump up to light heavyweight when he to right. make the comeback. He didn't want to make the cut anymore. So we shall see. Uh, on the co-main event, you got Joseph Benavides definitely in the title picture for the 125-pound belt uh, and uh, – <laughs> Aljo Sterling has said he wouldn't mind having to wait to fight Henry at 35 so he can go down to 25 and defend against Joseph Benavidez because he deserves it. And Henry wants – or and he wants to see them run that fight back. So well, he's, he, he has the argument that he beat him that first time and that's I, in the back. And I, uh, we, we both had Cejudo losing that first fight. Mm-hmm. So let's go. I'll, I'll, I would love to see Joey B in fucking – Henry Cejudo again, but it's yeah. going to be a while either way because Henry just had uh, surgery. Yeah, th- I see those guys having fights before Henry comes back. I don't think they yeah. went around. 
Maybe, but I don't know. I don't know what Joe. Joe can. He can hang out and wait. He ain't fought in a while anyway, so I think for him, he wants to crack at that title more than anything. Yeah, definitely deserves it. Deserves it for sure. Well, are they in, is Cejudo defending the 125 also? That's or is he? It hasn't been determined yet. Because if he's gonna be holding on to 125, you got to think he's gonna have to defend that one first. When that's, he comes back. That's then, the thing. Yeah, that's the thing. And that's why Aljo said, you know, like he understands. Yeah. That, but I don't know what Henry's decision is. So they could end up fucking stripping him and having two people uh, I, I fight mean, ahead of time for the interim belt and then maybe fight when Because you look at back. someone like, uh, like Nunez, who's saying that she's going to defend both titles back and forth, back and forth. And they, but you get hurt once and then both those are gone. Right. Like at least drop one, so at least you like you, there's not as much pressure. Because Cejudo, if he's not defending twenty five and thirty five, now you're holding up two divisions. They won't let know, him. They won't let him hold it up. They're either gonna no, fuck they're, they'll drop. They'll either drop an interim and then, or just yeah, just straight up take it away. But or drop two they should, like, Good thing with Amanda, there's only two people that, or three people, including her, at one forty five. Right. Yeah. <laughs> And well, Cyborg, Cyborg's, Cyborg's got random make could come back. Cyborg's got one fight left on her contract, and it's already announced. So this is number one bullshit. And I don't <laughs> think <laughs> I don't think she's resigning. No, she's she's got to jump. I think. Well, they won't give her a title shot unless she resigns or something, and she doesn't want to resign, but she wants a title shot. She'd be better yeah. off going to Bellator for one forty-five anyway. Yeah. It's a better it, it's a better division at, over in Bellator. Yeah, and you're gonna be get, getting paid a probably like that Viacom money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, she's starring Expendables thirty seven. Oh God, her her and fucking Gabby Garcia. <laughs> uh, Damian Maya picked up the win over Rocco Martin. Damien. Number tie for number one with Cerrone now for most wins. Most wins, yeah. So, Damien like, impressive, though. Yeah. Mm. He fought off Damien a lot. Yeah. More than I thought he would. Even when Damien was in control, he was, like, I think it was a, a nod to his, like, his, uh, his ability to stay calm. Like, when, uh, when Damien got on top of him in the second round, I think it was, and he just, like, uh, we see a lot of those guys, they tried too hard to get out he just he's like i'm in a good position just roll with it do what i gotta do to keep moving and stay stay active and, and that was it like he i yeah i was really impressed with, the, with his performance in this one yeah yeah not a crazy good fight but very technical and uh like i said very i was very impressed by rocco martin just because i thought damien would have submitted him easily right yeah because of damien's caliber and jujits I like to too and after after the fight when they said so. What's next for you? He goes, you know, I'm I'm done chasing the titles. I just want the most wins record. I'm like, yeah, there you go. Like a guy who's not afraid to say like, I'm in the twilight of my career. Let me just be number one in something. Right. I, I like that. And like not being like JDS saying I got to figure out how to get that title shot at my advanced age. Like it's just be just get out there, get your wins, set your records. You don't get that title shot, JDS. No, you that don't. Is, you don't. Uh, Vince from hell, Pichel. 
picked up the decision win over Roosevelt Roberts. Oh, I like man. that. Oh, man, Roberts. took it to him. Yeah. Roosevelt Roberts, I liked it as well. I thought he looked good. Yeah. It was good to see him because his first couple fights in UFC were up against, I guess, like his caliber, if that would make sense. Now he's kind of going up against Stepping the veteran. Up. He's been yeah. around. But it's a loss, but it's it's not a like a bad loss. Like it no. wasn't like a 30, 26. So, you know, it was a, a 29, 28 across the board. It was a, it was a good, it could have been, you know, three more punches his way could give him right. a win. Like it, it was close. It, it was, was a close a fight. Good, yeah. yeah. I thought he put on a good performance. You know, even in a loss, it's, like you said, it's not a bad loss. It wasn't an ass whooping. He, he, he was on the fight. That's all you can ask for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, and it's good to get those losses because, you know, that's the only way that you learn to get better is through a loss. Right. Where, where did I go wrong? Okay, now I can advance going forward. So, Rafa? Still got some fighting him. Yeah. The old, that, the old man ain't done. When he said he was 36, I was like, gee. Like, He's just doing it forever. Because he was on the Ultimate Fighter, I think, nine years ago, I guess it was. So, I mean. Damn. Because he was on the Uriah Favor Dominic Cruz season. So that one goes back a, a good chunk of time. I was like, yeah, he's been there for nine years, I guess. Yeah. Uriah and Dominic Cruz. Back when that was a thing. <laughs> I told you your boy would be back. Especially since all night. Yeah. Hey, stinky. Sorry, hey, <laughs> <laughs> Want to come too, buddy? Hi. Yeah. Come say hi again. Uh, oh, hi. hi guys. Are you wave hi? <laughs> oh. Can you guys show who's that guy? That who's that guy? Yeah. That's Raf. You saw him last night. Is Raph on your shirt? Oh, and Raf's on your shirt. What? Right there. What? Let's see, you want to show your shirt? Oh. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, what's that? Yeah. <laughs> Ninja Turtle. <laughs> oh, I got you. I got you guys. Careful. Don't pull my headphones out. Okay. <laughs> guys, do wolf, guys do wolf pack to Jeff and Raph. Guys show wolf packs. Show your wolf packs up to the camera. There you go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Night, guys. I'll see you tomorrow, okay? Love you guys. It's the touching family moment here on the average it Joe's. It all, yeah, if you it, guys want the whole experience, check out the podcast. You guys have to see them on YouTube every week or every two weeks. They come and visit the show. <laughs> see on the thunder, Joe or Def. Sorry, <laughs> Joe. The best it was there was Carla's debut on the Average Joe's when she was still tiny. And all yeah, I was trying to talk with uh, Dave and Jeff. It was like the first time I was on the show, and all I hear is, Aah! "I'm like, I hope that doesn't get picked up." And I hear you guys are like, "Oh, what happened?" I'm like, "Oh crap, that's that's being recorded." <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> she's 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 been a, she's been a long-standing member of the Joe's family. Yeah, three, three and a half years now almost. That's right. That's right. I forgot where we were at. Oh, yeah, Drew Dauber fucking knocked out Marco Polo Reyes. Bam. Yeah, he looked good, that Drew Dauber. Dauber, I don't know. Uh, 
Handsome fella. Yeah, he's a fucking model-looking motherfucker. Yep. Poyo Reyes was down to throw down. Uh, not wise of him. Nope. No. Nope. Uh, Divers got that chin. You done fucked up, son. Yep, yep. And uh, Alonzo Menafield knocked out Paul Craig. The terrible uh, end to that fight there. That, yeah. It was almost reminiscent to me of the uh, Rockhold Bisbing. Or not uh, Bisbing, uh, Rockhold Weidman. Oh, make yeah. One, make one mistake and then that take the back, take him down, except he got the finish a lot faster. Right. Uh, that was the main card. You had a fly. Oh, I got fruit flies all. Oh, over I thought I, I thought you were no, I thought you were waving like you were no. checking your camera or something. I was like, hey, no, <laughs> hey, Sorry, no, no. How's it going, buddy? <laughs> you got the windows open, bro. Fuck, you wouldn't know it. Ah, uh, where are we? Uh, Ricardo Ramos uh, picks a decision up over Journey Newsom. That was a pretty good fight, if I remember right. I'm having a hard time remembering these early fights. Yeah, I didn't see any of these uh, these ones. I I guess the only thing that I heard from the uh, prelims was the. Uh, Eric Anders controversy. I guess there was extra shots slander or something, and Bisping was all upset. Yeah, about the it. ref. So the ref let Eric Anders land a couple of extra fucking hammer fists that weren't necessary, and he was standing right there. Oh, okay. He should have stopped it. Uh, that's that's pretty much the biggest takeaway from this whole undercard. There was some decent shit. I mean, I'll, I'll we can run through it real quick. We don't even have to really talk about it, well, except for the Anders fight was about the only thing I was going to bring up anyway. Um, I mean, he beat the piss out of this this kid, Castro, and was down on the ground fucking hammer fist. The kid was out before he really hit the canvas. The first punch that oh, landed. Oh, really? Yeah. The first punch that landed on the ground was enough, and the ref was right there. Like, he, he should have stopped it. So it was a couple extra did, shots. Did we go over the Bear Jew fight? Yeah. Okay. Fucking rip. I, I, I mean, it was quick. I just said he got yeah, knocked. Yeah, it was really he got, quick. He got yeah. knocked the fuck out. And... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Never mind. Bear Jew, Bear Jew, and then Ryan compared it. Yeah, Ryan compared it to Weidman and uh, yeah. and Rockhold. Uh, Truck Gordon gets the decision win over Dan Moret. Um, Felder left the, the the announce table to go corner Jordan. I think. Oh really? Yeah, I think I, I think this was the fight. But yeah, he left one of the. Left in one of them. I think he lost the first round, uh, Jared Gordon. He'd had a tough time, but after that, he took Dan Moret down and just controlled him and beat him the whole time, from what I remember. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty pretty much it. It was... Woohoo! That was a big one. It didn't shake the house. It was loud. Look at Rap. Look at Rap. doesn't even... Lynch just well, no, no, dude, like that was a man. Like, there's some over here that like I'm sitting here and the house goes and I'm like, oh shit, what the fuck was that? And, like <laughs> they're close by and they fucking like three M eighties Sonic Boom and taped together or something. I don't know what they do. <laughs> was it the one that Homer Simpson had there when he blows up Flanders' uh sink? <laughs> he has like the Alpha bomb or whatever is like run across the that whole uh house with that Massive firework. 
Yeah, when he rent when he to borrow his uh his getaway or his vacation yeah, home. Yeah, the summer house. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, the fucking Simpsons. Oh man, alive. It's just it's been on forever. I can't I can't believe it. Um Oh god, that uh Bula uh, or whatever the hell his name was. Dolce that beat Dequan Tonson. That's a bad motherfucker. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. It was a pretty you know, it was a, it was a close fight or a decent fight. I, I thought uh Langiambula was was had it in control and then he knocked the piss out of that Dequan Tonson to fucking finish the fight. That shit was nasty. Can't remember. You nasty. I, I, I am. I wish I could remember what it was, but I was fucking high as shit. But I just remember I thought he was fucking dead. You say it's just punches and elbows, so. Fuck your website, UFC.com. Yeah, I'm I'm having trouble with it too. Are are you are you having problems if you click the like the fight to try to exit and go back? Yes. Okay, good. I'm just making sure it's not just me. And then when I go to fucking um Sure Dog, Sure Dog has all the fights out of order. Oh, of course. <laughs> oh, so I couldn't even click on the Nganu and JDS fight <laughs> to try to bring up their past history. Because I was trying to do that during that whole conversation while we were trying to figure out who he had been fighting, and I couldn't open the fucking thing up. Oh, fuck your website, UFC. Fuck your website. Can I can I click on shit for Jones and Tiago Santos? Yes. Can I leave shit? Yes. All right. Cool. So at least the fucking the the card it, this this coming week works. Fuck you it. You already have it bought, right? Yeah, I already have it bought. Um, so I signed up for a year subscription for ESPN Plus. So, nice. I mean, well, the way I looked at it, it was twenty more dollars than I was going to pay for the pay per view itself, and I get a year of ESPN Plus with it. Cool. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, I mean. I haven't I haven't bought the last couple of pay-per-views cuz I've either not been around or the card wasn't really worth it to me to pay the $60 by myself so yeah now except for this weekend uh, yeah I I've yeah, this, seen a lot of this the, weekend uh, is the, the one I night, want that's it yeah this weekend that's I'm the... definitely in for it yeah 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 uh Coming to us live from the T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas, UFC 239, two title fights featuring John Jones taking on Tiago Santos. Yeah. I hope they bring back the yellow octagon. Oh, no. <laughs> For what? For shits and giggles. <laughs> I hope. I hope. Not UFC 300 yet. No, yeah. I hope Bruce is wearing a fucking sweet ass coat like he was last week in Minneapolis. Yeah, he looked nice in that uh, Minneapolis. That purple coat was the shit. Bruce is a stylish motherfucker. 
I didn't pay attention. Oh, bro, I do. Oh, then he, Bruce, like, I don't know. He I always sometimes, like, I just didn't. He always has a good suit on, but then sometimes it's just like the, the basic regular things. So when he wears something like, like Don Cherry would wear, but on steroids. So it's like. Was it 200 when he switched coats for the fucking, from the uh, prelims to the main card? Like he had two different. Yeah. Yeah, I think that that sounds right. Yeah, Bruce. Bruce 200 or 100, yeah. I think he does it all the time, to be honest. No. 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 I pay attention to Bruce. Like, that's like one of our little sidebar shits when we're we're watching the fights. Me and Tony get way into, like, Bruce's fucking jumping (laughs) around. Like, when he's jumping around and shit, when he's doing people's fucking calls. Like, uh, yeah, Bruce. Bruce's coats. Like, I, I love that shit. I do. Well, who was it? Was it? Was it at 100 when he went to do the flip and he tore his knee? I don't know if it was at 100, but there the was... The buffer 180? Yeah, the, yeah. He, he went to do the spin and he blew his... Either at the event or at a, while training to do it for the event, he tore his knee up. Yeah, that's and... why he doesn't do it anymore. He just jumps straight up and down. He doesn't spin anymore. Yeah. Because of the damage to his knee. But ever since... I mean, I've always loved Bruce, but I think like I really started paying attention to all the crazy shit ever since... Uh, Dillashaw and um, oh the fucking the first when he won the title from Burrell when he beat Burrell yeah the first Dillashaw Burrell fight like, right in Dillashaw's face when he got right up in de- in his face and and was fucking yeah that shit I was like we me and Tony were watching it together and ever since that moment it's like all right how fucking hype is Bruce gonna get yeah and, and you can tell like when it's like. The undercard guys, I feel so bad for because he's like, yeah, blah, 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 blah. And then when it gets to, like, the main event that tells him line, he's just, like, going. He gets yeah. right in the guy's face. He's done, he's like, 17 guy. lines of coke. He's <laughs> yeah. fucking, he's ready to party. <laughs> <laughs> His heart rate's at fucking a million miles a minute. Oh, there, uh, Joe Rogan has said that, uh, like, because uh, I think he was talking to Brian Callen about it. And he's like, you know, when you're talking to like Bruce Buffer, like, what's he like during the fights? And Jorgen's like, oh, most of the time, like, I look over and he's asleep. <laughs> like, he just, uh-huh. he like, takes all of his energy at the intro. And he sits down. And he's like, oh, God. <laughs> like, he just crashes. I've seen, like, I swear I've seen Bruce, like, they catch Bruce fucking napping on <laughs> on TV every once in a while. I, I, when I heard that fucking story, I tried to look forward to seeing, like, is he sleeping now? Like, is he, where is he? <laughs> He's got a pillow, a little blanket. <laughs> He's got the George Costanza under the table, little nap section. <laughs> you look fine here in Chicago. Maybe it's just the early fights. Maybe as well. I mean, I mean, Chicago got partied up, ref. Yeah, he's probably fucking highest balls Plus on cocaine had, in Chicago. He's probably he's also in Chicago. He's probably look, looking around making sure. <laughs> There's a lot of cocaine in Chicago. I bet. I mean, well, I don't. I, some, I got. Some, I got some right here. I don't know. I don't do cocaine, but I've heard stories. What he's heard, yeah. Me neither. I just have it right here. Yeah. <laughs> El Chapo, El Rafo El Ch- over there. <laughs> El Rafo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what we? Oh yeah, I'm we, high. I'm high. I'm high too. I got a whole another joint. Jesus Christ! Fucking packed two cones. Um, fucking Jones, man. Tiago Santos. Uh, It's a dangerous fight for the first three minutes 
I think for John. Yeah. I was I don't know. Like I am concerned about Tiago Santos. You got to be. The dude's got fucking crazy stupid power. Ridiculous power, yeah. If he connects like early, if he starts off and like Jones lets him feel it out, it could be a time. The Santos's time just just charge, just do it. Yeah, and I almost say like just screw, just run across and just fucking start unloading because if once Jones gets his game plan on, it'll it'll be a long night for Santos. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't see any chance for Santos. I know he has power, but. I don't see him landing any punches. Um, I mean, I see him landing. John, John gets hit. His John bad. will take John will take one to land one for it's, sure, it, especially early in a fight. Yeah, he gets hit. It's it's not like he doesn't get hit, but then that was what always concerned me in the thought of him fighting Rumble. I, right, I always yeah. thought that John could beat Rumble, but John. He takes at least there's like always at least one shot where he's kind of in trouble a little bit. Um, yeah, you always, in every you fight. always see him. You always see him get that one thing. You're like, oh, is that did, did that do damage? Because you see him kind of back away. It's like, right. did that hurt him or is he just okay? Play smart now. Like you don't really know where he's at. He right. Show a lot. It's not like he's got you know he's not getting dropped or anything like that. But it's not like the Gus fight where uh-huh. it showed on him. Right. He doesn't really show too much, so you right. never really know what he's where he's at. And that's what worried me with a guy like Rumble because his power. I mean, he can fucking knock your tooth into the goddamn stratosphere. Yeah, and then and then <clears throat> in the same aspect, you look at when he goes up against a guy like DC. And you know that DC's going to take him down, and instead he takes DC down right off the bat. And you're like, right. oh, damn, like, okay, like, that didn't see that coming. Like, right. so you just never really know at the beginning of the fight what's going to happen with Jones. But if, like you said, if it gets past the three-minute mark and Jones is is not been tested too much, it's it's a Jones fight to, to lose, really. Like, he should have it in the bag. In the bag. In the bag. I think he can. I think he's him. Get him down and make him tap. I think. Yeah, I, I, I have John winning this fight. It's just there's always that concern, and you hear John like earlier this week saying, "I read something of, of a quote of um, he wishes he was more nervous." Like I don't know. I don't could be mind games. Could it could be. And John's good at that kind of shit. I, I don't see this going any different, really, than the Anthony Smith fight. Exactly, yeah. that's um, Because a lot of these guys that Jones is now fighting, it's not like the guys that he was fighting, like your Rampages and your Evans and your Machitas. Like now he's fighting guys who are on a three-fight win streak and the UFC is strike while the iron's hot. And right. these, guys are going, these guys are going fighting like... like lower of the top tier to fighting one of the best of all time. So it's it's a huge jump in competition for a lot of these guys now. Well, and it just continues to show uh, how shallow the fucking light heavyweight division really is right now. No, I think it would be great, though, honestly. Like, Santos tags him, knocks him out or something stupidly crazy, and Nevada comes in and says, uh, we've decided to overturn the 12-6 uh, to 6 elbow disqualification just uh, fucking, just as Dana White wants him to be an undefeated uh, champion. 
Just what I would think we're so great in the bottom. We're gonna do that to him. <laughs> so just because of all this stupid nonsense of this, I mean, of this debate, like, it, I mean, it, well, yeah, and and you'll see that the push come soon enough if Johnny Walker gets on a little bit more of a win streak. Because I mean, here's your here's your top fifteen. You got Cormier's at one still. Daniel Cormier is still at one, even though he hasn't fought in light heavyweight division in. Two years? January 2018 was when he beat... uh, So a year and a half? uh, Ozdemir, yeah, because then he fought for the heavyweight. Yeah, so it's a year and a half. Yeah, for some reason I was thinking it was the end of of 2017. Yeah, so the very beginning of 2018. Um, So yeah, a year and a half. So you got him. Tiago's at number two. Anthony Smith's at number three. Dominic Reyes is four. Uh, Gus dropped to five. Jan Blahovic six. Ozdemir seven. Corey Anderson eight. Iri Latifi nine. Glover at ten. Uh, oh. Alexander Rakic at eleven. Johnny Walker twelve. Shogun Hua number thirteen. Nikita Krylov fourteen. And Misha Shirkinov number fifteen. So it's not like there's a fucking plethora of. It's not a Shark Tank like every other goddamn division. No. So. Yeah, it's strike while the iron's hot. Your best, yeah, yeah because especially like when you get to these weight divisions where guy gets on a three fight win streak and the and their knockouts and they're exciting and the fans are behind him and then the next fight he shits the bed in a bad decision loss and the star fades and that's it. Like they need to do whatever they can, but or else Shogun's getting a title shot. Right, right, right. I'm, I'm, I mean. Yeah. But it's it's just it's what do you do with against John Jones because he's just, he's just a superior fucking fighter to everybody you, you in this division. You have to beg him. You have to beg him. Here's seven million dollars. Go fight at heavyweight, please, please. Like there's like you've cleaned up the division twice over at this point. Like there's nothing left to do. He's even been fucking suspended. He hasn't fought for a while in the division. Still hasn't caught up. Yeah, I mean, I I I think it's gonna be a while still before the division will catch up. He's you, he's you still a, Anderson need, Silva. Yeah, as I say, you need John Jones to come around in 2019 to beat John Jones, right? You you need that next version. Otherwise, what's the point? Right, and I I would even I could even say that you might have it. One division down, but it, I mean Israel Adesanya is not young, by any stretch of the imagination. No, he's c- close to the same age as John Jones, if not older. He's just possibly the one person that might have the skill set similar enough to John to create an issue for John. But then you get that reach. The reach. The reach difference and, and, is and a problem. Once, for that re- once that reach comes into play, yeah, like because when Israel has got to like run up and try to get a clinch, and John Jones just puts his hand out and slaps him a couple times. Oh, the, and the wrestling is not no fucking comparison oh, yeah, anyway. No. I mean, we seen, we saw what John Jones was able to do against Cormier, who was an Olympic caliber wrestler, and John yeah. John was a, a stand down division two wrestler. Said, "I'm going to take you down." Yeah. And then did it like look at John. Been... If John hadn't had his daughter at the time he did in college and shit, he probably would have been an Olympic wrestler himself. Right. He was a really good Greco wrestler and a Division Two national fucking finalist, if not champion. So, 
Um, I mean, John, it was just circumstances for John. He had, he had a family. He couldn't afford to go fucking spat, not make shit as an Olympic wrestler. Because at that time, you didn't make shit as an Olympic wrestler. Even still to this day, you don't really, I don't think. Yeah, you I was about it. to say, I'm like, uh, well, do they make shit now? <laughs> You get some endorsements. You get some endorsements, but like they gotta. uh, That's why there's so many fucking big tournament things like beat the streets. Like when Jordan Burroughs took on Ben Askren, like to to make fucking money. Yeah, was that? That's it. I wouldn't want to wrestle Jordan Burroughs ever. Not even if there was a fire. Do it. No. He'll be. I, I. I see Jordan Burroughs probably ending up in MMA. Dana White's already fucking. After watching him dismantle Askren, <laughs> Dana White's salivating on it. I said on our show a couple years ago that Kyle Snyder would be in the UFC eventually. Yeah. He's he probably got maybe maybe one more Olympics after this in him because he just graduated college, but. Uh, but yeah, Kyle, Kyle will be fighting in MMA. I, I can see it. And that dude's going to be a fucking tank. If he, he could probably, he's small enough that he could probably make the cut to 205, which is dangerous. Really? He, I mean, he was only like two, 235, 240 wrestling at heavyweight. It was, it was a, Kyle was a small heavyweight in college. Um, in comparison to a lot of the guys that he went against, but right, he is just fucking dominant. But I I, I don't know what's gonna be. It's, uh, yeah, he's got to go to heavyweight. John does. He has to. Yeah, there's like the payday alone for him versus Stipe or him versus DC is gonna be astronomical. And then he can go out there and sit like and I mean it'll be a bigger, it'll be a big challenge for him. But I think he's smart enough and you look at some of the heavyweights, we just talked about some of the guys he could be fighting, like JDS. Like, like like there's not a lot of heavyweights that would give him a challenge. Like, if he gets hit by Ngannou early on, or if he gets hit by Stipe early on, maybe be in trouble for, for Jones. But aside from that, there's not I don't I don't see guys really giving him a difficult time if Jones is like if he's properly trained for the for those fights. Like, I mean, let's talk about the one fight at heavyweight that will probably happen if he wins the heavyweight title, and that's Brock. Brock that's yeah. that's the guy Brock's coming back to the UFC for. That's yeah, because that's your fucking. He's not getting a million buys against Daniel Cormier. No, but he's getting a million buys against John Jones. Yeah, there's, there's a reason why he retired from MMA when DC was a. Uh, when and Stipe was like, kind of in the works because he's like, oh, okay, like stick to WWF. It's a little easier for right now. Well, I mean, he was in negotiations with the the UFC recently and walked away because probably because he didn't see the <laughs> potential with Daniel. No, <laughs> and, and that's the thing. Like, DC, like, as good of a fighter he is, he's not a draw unless he's fighting John Jones. <laughs> that's the problem. DC's a great fighter. He's just not a draw. Mm-hmm. Unless he's fighting John. Yeah, that's really it what sucks, it, but it's it does. Like, that's, that's what it is. Like because that's the only time you can really hate DC. 
Like that's the only time that DC is like an interesting. He's an interesting person. He's very smart. He's I I, I really like DC as a commentator. But when him and John, that's when that's when the interesting shit comes out. He's not real interesting when he's fighting Gustafson. Well, I think the problem too for DC is that he was for lack of a better term, he was the great white hope. When for John beating Jones, John, yeah, yeah, yeah. When John Jones was whooping everyone's ass and everyone's like, DC could take him down. And they had that the like that the the scuffle and that thing on the sports center when they were they were still recording. And DC just said nothing. He, he was playing it perfect. And the second that Jones just positive in this thing, all of a sudden it was, oh, I'm going to be the bad guy. I'm going to shit on John. It's like, you, did, you just killed your whole – everything you worked for being a good guy, you just destroyed by shitting all over. Like, you could have kept your mouth shut and you would have been better. I off. mean, I don't really think he was a good guy in the, in the buildup before that anyway because, I mean, DC started, DC started the scuffle. Yeah, I think John Jones is worse because of the past at that time. Because the cocaine had come, the charge had come out just before, or right around that time that he had tested positive out of competition, so it didn't matter. And then there was the hitting, the, the crashing his Porsche a couple of years prior and stuff like that. There was a lot of like small instances where DC is just like that all American kind of good guy. I don't know. I mean,. I guess for me, my bias was, especially in that time, was being a it, it, being a John Jones fan. I fucking hated DC. I hate DC when they're fighting. I hate DC. I, I like DC, but he has made me dislike him in some aspects. Like I still, I, I think he's a great fighter in that, but I find yeah. it harder. To cheer. I find it hard to cheer for him now. Or exactly. Before. I was I was excited to watch him fight. Now I'm like, ah, whatever. It's DC. Yeah, like I, it's, it's not the same as it was for me. I'm okay. I I I'm okay with him when he's not fighting John, but when he when him and John are, are fighting or are you know going at it, he's a fucking prick. Yeah. But he's good, I, and I and I know why. He know he's saying the right things. He says shit. He's not fucking lying, but it's especially after. I think that's the hard thing. He just speaks truth. If he were just to like come out there and say like a, like a Connor or a Chael. <laughs> I probably like him more, but because he comes out and just like says things that everyone already knows, it's like okay, well, d- talk different smack. Like, say you're gonna make him tap. Say you're gonna do this. Say you're gonna don't just say like, oh, you're a drug addict. Oh, you did this. Like, okay, we already know that. Like, woo. And I kicked like, your and I kicked your face off. Yeah, I'm gonna kick you with my left foot. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a it's a unanimous. John Jones will pick up the win over Tiago Santos over here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, your co-main event for the women's bantamweight title, Amanda Nunes is taking on Holly Holm. Um, speaking of murders. Yeah. Ho- Holly's trying to catch lightning in a bottle twice. Holly going to catch them hands. That's what Holly going to catch. If this thing goes... Three minutes, I'll be impressed. Because Holly's going to want to box with her, yep. and it's not going to go well. She's going to storm the fuck out of her like she did Cyborg, and she's yep. going to fuck her up. Yeah, I do not see Holly home. I don't like. I don't see how she gets it done. I don't, I, Amanda's smarter than Ronda Rousey. She doesn't fight with her emotions like Ronda Rousey. Right. And Holly Holm is just saying, like, I did it once. I can do it again. This is a different beast. Like... This is a like she's the. This is a legit beast. Ronda, 
She's a lioness because she will kill you. You exposed Rhonda. Love the octagon. <laughs> like right. Murder. Um. Yeah. I. It's gonna be tough for Holly Holm, like you guys said, to catch lightning in a bottle. Uh, this girl knows how to box, and she hits a lot harder, and she's not gonna fall for the same traps right. that Rhonda fell for. Mm-hmm. Holly's Holly's light pop pop style ain't gonna work. Yeah, and Amanda Nunes isn't the, the one trick pony of I can tap you a couple times and do an armbar. No, Amanda Nunes is I'm gonna tap you a couple times, then a couple more times, then you're on the ground, and I'm getting my hand raised. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 gonna be a murder, man. Yeah, Nunes is a fucking savage, and the. Only person I thought maybe stood a chance at it was before she fought Cyborg. And that quickly fucking, Jesus Christ, that changed real fast. 45 fucking Yeah. So. um, I mean, I thought Raquel would give it or something, but, you know. Yeah. Actually, you know. I, I joke about it. I mean, I, yeah, you, everyone knows I'm the big, I'm a big Rocky Pennington guy. But let's be real, of all the girls that uh, that Amanda Nunes has fought, Rocky went the deepest. It's true. Outside no, of, I, I, outside of Shevchenko, I was but, with, I was with you with Rocky. I, I thought, I thought Rocky could have been a, a good test, especially the way that Rocky was looking going into the first time they were going to fight before she got yeah. hurt. Yeah. Yeah. She was fucking, uh, she was on that shit then, but. But that's funny, too, because you can see, like, how much Amanda Nunes, like, when a lot of people, like, not a lot of people, but some people thought Rocky could do it, and now no one thinks that Holm can do it. It's right. like how, how crazy Nunes has grown in about a year and a half. I mean, and this is already, she's already at this point beaten Tate, already beaten uh, Rousey, beaten Shevchenko uh, twice, maybe at that point. And still people are like, oh, maybe Rocky could do it. Now it's like, now you're looking at a former champion who knocked out Rousey. And you're like, no chance in hell. No, she, this is, like, this is the win that she cements. Not that she already hasn't, but by taking her out, she cements her legacy as the greatest bantamweight. I don't think. Ever. Yeah, I don't think she needs this. No, Does she doesn't. Home, she doesn't need it. But home, home is enough of a helps. name. Home's that name. Helps. I mean, she. You know, beating. It, it, it's the one who beat Rousey. Right. She's well, Rousey and her and Tate. That's the other one because Misha Tate, Tate was was is is one of the best names in bantamweight history as well. She just always one had of the that foe. Yeah, she just always had that foe in Ronda. Yeah, and Holly Holly was the giant slayer. So, I mean, and, and if you really want to go with it, it completes the Mount Rushmore of women's MMA for her because you got Cyborg too. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, since Gina Carano, you have fucking some of the pioneers, most of the pioneers of fucking women's MMA and the giant slayer and Holly Holmes. So, yeah, yeah, um, fucking. This is. It, I mean, it's a. It's I a. That, it's a significant fight for her, but it's going to be. Where, where, where everyone says that Holm beating Rousey, and don't get me wrong, that was really monumental. If Holm somehow catches Nunez, this is like light years bigger than when she knocked out Rousey. 
no question. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no, and and it's like it's wild to think like how was it three years ago that she knocked out Rousey, three and a half years, like yeah, something like that. Four, fifteen, something like that. Yeah, like like fifteen, I think. Yes, yeah, like, you know, you're never going to see a champion like Rousey again. Like, she was so dominant. Now you're looking at this like, fuck, good luck, holy. Good luck. Like, go have fun. Yeah. Get your, get your paycheck. Good luck with the win, but. Right. I mean, if she wins, I'll, you know, congratulations to her. But it's, this is the, this is her biggest test. Uh, and like we said, she already beat the most important person in UFC women's history. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It's just this is just that that icing on the cake. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Yeah, on top. Exactly. The happy ending at the massage parlor. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Too far. Too far. <laughs> uh, up next, we got Jorge Masvidal taking on Ben Askren. Oh man, this is gonna be twenty. Well, it'll be nineteen one and one. Boom. Yeah, Miles, I, I think Masvidal wins this fight. Yeah. Uh, I think he finishes him. But I don't think – I think it's going to be – I don't think it's going to be quick. I don't think Masvidal is going to knock him out. He might. He might. I don't think – I think I think he finishes him. I don't think it's like a first-rounder. Uh, but I think Masvidal can – late second round. I think he, if he can tough it up because – Askren, when you see how he looked against an uh, an aged and weathered Robbie Lawler, and Lawler was right there at finishing him, I think Masvidal fights a little crisper. He hasn't had as much damage despite his MMA history. Uh, I think Masvidal's going to tag him a couple times early and then just make a night of it. So I think Ben can get him down. Yeah, that that's oh, a scary yeah, part because I remember yeah. I remember what happened with Maya. Yeah, that's why I think this fight could be that's really boring, true. is because yeah. I think Ben has the ability to grind it to a halt, right? And just get a hold of him and not really do much, but position do control, because Ben can definitely control the fuck out of you. I mean, yeah. he's a great wrestler, so yeah, and that's where I'm kind of like fifty fifty still on this, because. Masvidal has the skills, but so does exactly. Uh, that, exactly, that's where I'm at too. I, I, I believe Masvidal has the ability and the power to fucking end this fight without a doubt. Right. But I think Askren has the ability to counter that in a way that can grind this fight to a halt. Yeah, he could easily take him down early in the fight and just <laughs> grind it, tire him out. I mean, Askren could even get like a, a TKO or a, a, a submission victory by Maybe. by grind, grinding him out, making him tired, and yeah. just like the referee, the referee steps in and just ends it, like you know, like he's taking too much kind of thing, or gets him in a, some kind of a choke or a, an arm hold of some kind. I could see that, but I just think Masvidal's too smart. Yeah, uh, I think he's. I think he's gonna be. He, I, obviously, it's like when when you fought like when you fought GSP, you know the takedown's coming. Mm-hmm. It's just. And you avoid it. I I just recently, like within the last week, maybe two, listened to uh, Jorge on Joe Rogan. Oh when yeah, he was yeah. On, whenever he was on recently, right? Um, I, I I finally listened to that at work, and it gave me like a a really 
new perspective on Jorge. Yeah, like I didn't realize that he was like the, um, Donna Five Thousand style. Like yeah, oh yeah, no, 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 you didn't know, you didn't know that? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, no, 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 no. I, you didn't know? I knew it. Like yo, ass better call somebody. I had I hadn't known it for a while, but I had known his name for a long time in the UFC. And I think it was around the time that he had fought Cowboy that I heard that he had been in a lot of those kind of promotions early, early, early on, like 17, 16 years old. Yeah, and that's... That's when I, and that was when, so that, I mean, you're looking three years ago. That's when I started thinking, okay, this guy's fucking that. So I started paying more close attention to him. Was like, okay, this guy's grinded his ass to get to where he's at. Yeah, the internet, uh, I saw him, I first saw him in one of those back air fights because of fucking Kimbo. Ditto. Yeah. Oh, okay. He was it, it, Kimbo. Like when we first started figuring out who Kimbo was, and shit like that. The fun was held up there, and it got looser and looser as he was getting yeah hit more and hit more. But he was he was holding his own against For sure. the bigger guy. For sure. He he always fought bigger guys. Yep. He, he was chubbier, but he wasn't always huge against these guys that Kimbo was challenging as well. Sometimes too. Yeah. Hey, he's a he's a fucking he's a monster. Uh, but yeah, it was I I learned a lot of shit about him, like especially his training habits and stuff that I didn't really. I always just kind of thought of him as that that dude, the the fucking the scrapper. Like that's all he was really See, good I, for. I, was, I thought he was kind of like a like a Diaz. Like, I, I feel like he was a guy that might get a title shot if he could string together the wins. He was tough in that, but. When I found out his background more, and I started looking into him and kind of seeing about him, like I did, I got a huge new respect and a lot more perspective on him. And and that guy, that's kind of, half the reason I'm rooting for him to beat Aspen is because I want him to like fucking just complete the journey and yeah. just get, get there. Like, yeah, I mean, I'd like to see him get a crack. I, I don't, I don't know about his ch- his chances. I don't know if he could beat Usman, but no. Uh, oh, Marty. Well, Marty from Oklahoma, as his fucking Askren likes to call him. <laughs> or Nebraska. Marty from Nebraska, not Oklahoma. Got to use it you can, bro. Yeah. I, I'm I'm pulling for Masvidal. I think Masvidal either can finish it or, you know, wins the decision, but... I, I, I hope he just lands enough shots to get a stoppage. I don't count out Ben Askren. I've been watching him long enough to know that he's a scrappy, tough motherfucker. Yeah. Even though he's kind of a boring fighter, but so was your boy GSP. Oh, 100%. I don't deny it, but at least GSP had a UFC title around his waist. I mean, Ben probably would have at some point if Dana hadn't Well, no, because he would have had to play GSP and it wouldn't have happened. Damn. <laughs> Yeah, but Ben also was dominating in other fucking areas when GSP wasn't around, like when Johnny Hendricks won the title and Robbie had the title for a while. Yeah. And I I could have saw Ben in somewhere in that mix or Tyron Woodley, even though they wouldn't have fought each other because they're fucking friends. I'd, like, I'd love to have seen Askren in the UFC. That's what I mean. Yeah, to see him take on that Robbie Lawler, not the Robbie Lawler that fought. Mm-hmm. Like, what was it? Like, 15 rounds with between uh, Hendricks and McDonald, like just wars and just damage and damage and damage in those Whoa, three fights. Shit, no, 20. Well, he went, he got 10 alone with 
with Johnny. Ten with ten with Hendricks, and then four in a minute with McDonald. Yeah, and those and that was for some. And then the, even that the knockout well, to Woodley, the like, Carlos like and the Carlos Condit war. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, he had that war with Condit in the fight before he fought Tyron. Yeah, like he's it, had. It, he had, had there. Yeah, he had had nothing but wars going into that Tyron Woodley fight. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I, I. It's a shame that Ben missed out on some really good years. And uh, it's hard too because you, when you say like how you know can say how he looked against the the weathered, with all due respect to Robbie Lawler. Uh, you know, you take a look at how Askren was in one, and he's like, he never got hit. In no, the, he, in his, he barely six, got, took a six punch. Or, six or seven punches. There are six or seven fights. He barely had any anything hit him. And then in that Lawler fight, he was like, well, I was like, oh, you have some, you have some years to make up for, yeah. yeah so let me like, let me crack you, you one. See the, see the difference between one and the UFC for sure. Unless your name is Eddie Alvarez. Mm, true, true, or I mean, Sa- or Sage Northcutt. Yeah. But you know who's doing really well in one fighting championship? Gary Tonin. 3 0. 3 Maybe even 4. Maybe 4. Maybe 4. But Gary's hands are looking better. Come in. What do you think? Another three fights, two fights, and jump to Bellator, perhaps? Or do you think. Uh... I don't know. I don't. I'm not really sure. What Gary? Uh, he might just stay in fucking fighting in Japan. Let's go to Japan. Why not? I don't know. Gordon's getting Gordon's getting ready to. He'll make. He'll be fighting in MMA within probably another year or so. I mean, Ben Askren's shown that you can make a career over there and make a bigger name for yourself, and then jump for a payday when mm-hmm. you want to. Yeah, I mean, Gary Gary probably will get the opportunity to go to the UFC. I would think with. With his connection with John and Henzo, yeah, and Matt, Sarah, all those guys, Tom. So, I mean, Bellator might try to snag him up so he can so he can go fight fucking Dylan Dennis. <laughs> I, I was, was gonna say, like, yeah, I would, I would, fucking, you know, I want that fight to happen. Which you know, Bellator likes to put on those like two and one cards. They do like little kickboxing, little MMA. Yeah, why not do a little MMA, a little jujitsu competition? Like, fuck, watch Dylan Dennis get fucked up twice. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm really interested more so into seeing what um what Gordon Ryan does as an MMA fighter. Cause okay, yeah. I mean Gary don't get me wrong, like Gary Gary's looking good and his like I said, his striking's getting better. But Gordon over the last couple of years, like Gordon's gotten into lifting and bodybuilding and shit. No somewhat bodybuilding stuff, but just he's gotten bigger, thicker, like cut and ripped. And still dominating right. the fuck out of the world of jiu-jitsu. And now he's working with and learning strike, getting striking into his shit and stuff like that. Like, kid's going to be a fucking animal. Time will tell. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and he's doing it right. Like, he's not rushing. He said he's going to take a, a, a good solid year of striking training. Yeah. Why? Like, well, that's it. Like, why... Why rely on your bread and butter when you know that you're gonna need more? Mm-hmm. There's so many. There's tons of guys who jump into a thing like, oh, I'm great at this, and then you get is your perfect example. He can knock everyone out, but the second you get taken down, it's, what the fuck do I do now? Right. Like, 
you can take someone down, but you got to get in there. You can take a shot. Like you got, you better be prepared to set it up like in an MMA, uh, uh, MMA fight. Right. Time will tell. So, Time will tell. Yep. Ralph, who you got in the fight? Um. Hmm. I don't know, man. I don't know. It's it's pretty hard. You fifty you fifty fifty. You I mean you don't have to pick. You know you can go you can go fucking. I'm I'm leaning Askren. Okay. I don't fault you. I get that. I, I think I, he's gonna be able to control Mazvidal. I like Mazvidal, but I don't like what happened with uh, with uh, Maya. Maya. Yeah, with Maya. Yeah. I think Askren's gonna be able to implement his style. And you got to wonder, like, is is uh, Masvidal even taking that into account? Is he thinking, like, okay, last time I fought a guy who's great on the ground, this is what happened to me. I got to figure shit out to avoid that happening again. That's that's the that is that's a thing, you know. And especially, especially where Jorge trains. I mean, fucking Mike Brown is one of the best cornermen in the game, and the team. Like, I didn't think about this until he was at Joe, like, talking about the guys that he trains with, like, fucking Yoel Romero. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't think about Yoel being at ATT. So, like you said, Ryan, like, he probably learned a few lessons from that and has spent a lot of time on the <laughs> mat with Yoel. I'm, I'm sure a guy like Masvidal doesn't, like, if if people point out what happened with Maya, and then they can say, "Oh, and it happened again with Askren," like he doesn't, like he's not the kind of guy that wants that known. Like he wants, he wants to say, "I got fucked on the ground once, or right. by, a, by a grappler once, and that was it." Well, now look at, and and Jorge also mentioned, um, like he was talking about it in the conversation about guys at ATT. He mentioned a guy named uh, Alexi Vila that trains there, who. Is he's fought a little bit in Bellator, but he was um, he was an Olympic wrestler for Cuba. He was a bad motherfucker, and then came to America. He actually came coached at was a an assistant coach at Michigan State for a while. The, this family, these two brothers that are from Michigan, brought him in as an assistant for them. But he got okay. some, he got into some shit with the law of some shit happening in Florida at an airport and stuff. <laughs> so he's he's been got he was in prison for a little while, but Alexi was a, a a fucking incredible wrestler. So that's another guy that is at ATT that Jorge trains with. So he's got a lot of good wrestlers around him, and he's the kind of guy like Joe Rogan's talked about. Um, I think it was RDA <laughs> where they focus more on the conditioning. It's like. You know, I already know how to do all of this stuff. Why am I training? I should train this instead. But I can easily see Masvidal being the kind of guy that says, you know what? You, like, like, I already know how to strike. I know how to do this and that. Help me avoid being taken down time and time and time again. I don't need to spar with you. I need to avoid takedowns. I could definitely see him being that kind of guy. Well, and he can, the other thing for Masvidal, I mean, Ben, he knows Ben's going to try to take him down, but... He doesn't really have to worry about boxing with, like, Ben boxing with him. So right. he can he can kind of play his strikes to try to keep distance, but also be prepared for counter shots off of strike or off of shots coming. 
Because Ben's the, Ben's not going to want to stand and box with him. What's the reach in this one? Do you know? Uh, one second. Uh, ooh, it's getting <laughs> it's getting live. Uh, Masvidal has a two inch reach. Okay, so it is fairly close. So it's not yeah. like it's a no it's heights. A, heights so dead bad. even. Reach is seventy four to seventy two. And okay, so yeah, so he, gonna, I was thinking, like, you know, if if Masvidal is able to just like keep him away every time there's like a takedown, you know, like just set up a jab, like keep him keep him a little a little at bay, but at that close to a thing, then that's almost a moot point. And uh, Masvidal has a seventy seven percent takedown defense. Not terrible. Not terrible at all. Fucking good. Yeah. Better than mine. <laughs> yeah. Not bad. Not bad at all. So. Like I said, I, I think that that's got to give him a little bit of confidence that hey, I don't have to, I don't have to worry about this guy trying to set up strikes off of his or set up shots off of his strikes, because he doesn't right. have the power to, and he's recently, I mean, he's fought guys like Darren Till, who obviously he starched, but like those are all guys you got to worry about getting fucking hit in the goddamn face by and going to sleep. When you're fighting a guy who could be a light heavyweight and you're finishing him off right. that easily in, in his home, right? Like that—that's. But in this case, you know, he can he can be prepared. Look, I'm circling, but I'm I've got a shot. You know, I'm gonna I got an uppercut waiting, or a fucking knee strike ready to blast you in the face as I see you twitch for a shot. So that right. might be able to work in in Jorge's favor. I don't know, but it's just something that's. Fucking popped into my stoner brain. Yeah, I think this potentially could, like, yeah, like you said, this could be like a very, very boring long fight, or this could be a real fun fight. Like, this thing is has potential to go one of two different ways. Mm hmm. That's that grappler versus striker. Yeah. That's exactly God it. God damn. God damn. God damn. Uh, Jan Blahovich is taking on Lou Crockhold, making his light heavyweight debut in the UFC. Coming off, uh, I was wrong with the David Branch. Uh, his last fight was that knockout against Romero for the interim uh, middleweight title. Oh yeah. When Yoel just started shooting against the cage at the end. When he got murdered. Yeah. We all made out with him. Yeah, and then you all get. <laughs> <laughs> so February 2008. So yeah, still fucking about a year and a half almost. Still a year. Yeah, it's still a long time. Because that was a over a year between the David Branch and the Yoel Romero fight. Right. And then it was a year. A year between Rockhold and Bisping. So yeah, he got hurt twice in that. His knee, and then he wanted to just go travel and train everywhere. And then he was banging Demi Lovato for a little while. And then she dumped him for a Bellator fighter, so he had to cry. It was a party. Oh, yeah. It was a party. Yeah, that's wild. He's had three fights in 37 months. Like, good Lord. Like, that's... Right. And you got guys like Cowboy Cerrone who fights fucking three times in a month. Yeah. 
Cowboy could get his teeth knocked down his throat and say, Dan, I'm still good. I can go next week. Don't worry. Right, I'm fine. The, the teeth are already gone. They can't be more gone. I don't need <laughs> I don't need teeth to fight. Yeah. <laughs> the saddest thing is that I gotta believe Rockhold's gonna win. Yeah. And he's gonna and you know he's gonna call out Jones. Yeah. And even, though happen, and even though it's not gonna happen, the UFC is gonna do something stupid with, with Luke Rockhold and they're gonna get everyone's hopes up for a fun fight at light heavyweights with someone. And in twenty twenty one it'll finally maybe happen. Did Blahovitz like, get Blahovitz got knocked out by Santos, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So he hasn't won a fight. His last one came his, against uh, Krylov in 2018. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would like to, in theory, think that fucking Rockhold is going to win this fight. On paper, he's the better fighter. It, it, it's always interesting, too, when you haven't seen a guy in a different division, like jumping up or, or dropping down. Because my biggest thing with Nunez was how she always got tired at 35, and now you're putting more weight on her. So I thought she was going to be fucked against Cyborg, and nope. So, I mean, it could be the exact same thing. Rockhold could come out and be like 10 more pounds or 20 more, 20 more pounds. He, I mean, now, like, he could have some force behind some punches. He's uh, he's an inch taller than Blahovitz. So at 6'3", uh, Blahovitz has got one inch of reach. But Rockhold with I'm, one inch of leg reach. Interesting. Interesting. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So Blahovich has got the hand reach. Rockhold's got the leg reach by an inch. So, so Blahovich has those stubby legs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it'd be great. I want Blahovich to walk out with fucking Bisping <laughs> so bad just to stick it to Rockhold. <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny. Is, is uh, Bisping commentating? I don't think so. Uh, I don't think so. He might, he might be doing like the desk. I would have to think it'd be Cormier. Yeah, but Cormier, Cormier might or maybe maybe Cruz. Cormier, yeah, because Cormier might be cornering Luke. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I would absolutely yeah. think if Cormier is not there, he's one hundred percent the or not commentating. He's one hundred percent commentating. Yeah, him and uh, him and Hannick. Well, he's going to be there for the Jones fight. He'll be commentating for that. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. They can't not because yeah, because I guess that makes sense. If, when Jones wins, you got to have DC get in there in some way, shape, or form and say, you do your job, I did mine. Right. Right. Yeah, I, I, I got to think Rockhold wins this fight. Yeah. I, I, unless it ends up becoming like a, like a boring grind-out decision thing where Blahovich is kind of like, you know, push him against the cage, take him down maybe or something like that. Or, or maybe it could be like the Anderson Silva's last fight. Maybe... Rockhold's legs not 100 percent ever again, and uh, a blocked kick or a thrown kick um, destroys his night. I mean, things can happen when you're when your body's beaten up as Rockhold's is. Right. It's true. It's true. Rafa, you got any thoughts? Um, I'm rooting for Rockhold. I don't know how it's gonna go. I want I want to see his first fight, but I'm rooting for Rockhold. I don't hate him as much as you guys do. <laughs> I just think he's a douchebag. 
Yeah, it's not so much as I hate yeah, him. I'm, I'm not trying to go out with him. Well, I'm not trying to go out with him either. It sounds like you're sweet talking him. I don't know. Oh yeah, I'm DMing him right now. <laughs> <laughs> DM somebody and tell DM Tyron Woodley and tell him to unblock me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that one, bro. Come on, man. I've changed my stance. I, I won't I won't dog him as much anymore. <laughs> I'm trying to work my magic. All right, bro. I appreciate it. Uh, your opening fight of the main card, Diego Sanchez versus Michael Chiesa at Walter Waite. I don't mean to like, laugh. It's just the fact that Diego is fighting at Walter Waite. Dude, I, the fact that he's still fighting, like he's going to the Hall of Fame tomorrow night. I've rooted against the guy too much. Well, not rooted against him too much. I've just counted him out. Picked, too picked much. against him. Yeah, I know yeah. what you mean. Um, well, that's the thing. Like, you see Diego Sanchez, and you're like, oh god, he's he's finished. He's washed up. It's been a good run. Retire. Then he comes out and he does something like, hey, shows where, where the fuck did that come from? Yeah, like, what? Like, yeah, like, oh, yeah. I guess he is still good. He's not punchy at all. And then the next thing you know, he's you know he's punchy. Like it's what Diego are we getting? The nightmare or the dream? Uh, nightmare. He's done with the dream. The dream is dead. He said. <laughs> it still makes its appearance though. Great American dream, baby. Oh, <laughs> uh, R.I.P. Dusty. This is fucking anniversary of his death was just a few weeks ago. Yeah, that's right. I've been listening to JR. Uh, oh, the Grilling JR one? Yeah. Yeah. How was that one? Pretty good. I mean, it's it's yeah. fucking Conrad. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. So it's just like I really, all the other pod. The only one of Conrad's podcast I don't listen to is fucking Eric Bischoff. 83 weeks. Yeah. Yeah, I can't stand Bischoff. I like that one only because it just gives me the insight into WCW. I kind of get it from. I would rather get. That's the only reason why I listen to it. I'm I, not the biggest. Big Bischoff guy, but I listen to Tony Schiavone for that. Even though Tony is, I I, okay. I, I don't remember guy for a lot of shit because he wasn't really on the inside. He just cared about fucking. But I would right. rather listen to Tony Schiavone because he's funny and he's honest and it's hilarious. Right, right. Oh, Diego, Diego, Diego. I gotta take Kiesa just based off the uh, was it the Damian Maya performance that he had? Was it Maya that welcomed him to welterweight? Who did he or was it? No, it was Condit. He beat Condit in his welterweight debut, and he looked really, really good in that one. Kiesa's a good fighter. He is. He was a. I mean, I thought he was a dangerous guy at 155. He just had weight issues. Yeah, it was, it. It yeah. was Condit. He, he yeah, submitted him in the second round. But, I mean, he, you know, he, he looked good against... He's always... He's been... A, he was a tough guy at 55. So, I think I think he'll be a little... He'll be all right here. Yeah, and, he, and he's the guy that thus far, after one fight... It's like Conor McGregor. Conor went from 45 to 55, and you're like, oh, he looks healthy. Like, he has to look, just walk, making the walk against uh, Condit. He looked like a better fighter. Like, he looked, didn't look depleted in any way, shape, or form. Right. 
and, and it that to me is like, like when you're when you look defeated making the walk even if you win it's hard to believe how good you really are i guess i don't know it's hard to it's hard, hard to explain but when you see a guy that doesn't have to cut an extra 10 15 pounds it just benefits him and it's great to see more and more guys doing that and i'm happy that Kiesa, i hope Kiesa can go on a run and and really show the world what he can do in a proper division for him but yeah i i i think i think he takes care of diego keeps moving on in the welterweight division Another tough guy there. Yeah, yeah, I, I think he gets through Diego pretty quick. Um, Diego's tough, but he should be able to take him down and submit him with all his talk of his jujitsu. Right. He's got good jits. Uh, your featured bout of uh, the er, the prelims is Gilbert Melendez taking on Arnold Allen. This one caught me off guard. Yeah. <laughs> when I was going through this card and I saw Melendez, so I'm like, yeah, he's still in the UFC. Thank for him. And fucking Arnold Allen. Yeah. Fucking Arnold. September 2017 was was his last fight. Gil? Melendez. Like, yeah, like, Gary went on two years since he's last fought. Jesus. Well, didn't he, didn't he fucking... Uh, Get suspended for testing. He got suspended at some point, yeah. But I mean, yeah. You, you look at his UFC record; he's currently one in five. I take back my Arnold Allen comment because he's on like a fucking oh one two. I mean, he's on quite a fucking win streak. Two, three, four, five, five fight win streak for fucking Arnold Allen. With a win over fucking Mr. Finland. Amir Khani. Uh... Yeah, I mean, yes. Like, Melendez is 1-5 with his only win. It was that war against Diego Sanchez. Yeah, Arnold Allen's going to knock him uh, the fuck out. Like, it's going to be ugly for Melendez, man. Yeah. Maybe it's a retirement match, hopefully. Or a Bellator uh... Bellator, man. That's fine. Send him to like, Japan. I, 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 yeah, yeah. That's I. What? Yeah, like I said, when I saw he was fighting this card, I was actually surprised he was still on the roster. Oh, did you notice he's fighting at featherweight too? No, I didn't. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah, he's oh, fighting. Fuck. He's fighting yeah, at no. featherweight. It doesn't get out of the second round. <laughs> and I mean, and I like Gilbert back back in the day when he was in strike force. He was fun. I, well, I mean, I guess after he popped, he found out why he was fun. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> He's a juice. Yeah, I think Arnold beats the fucking shit out of him. Yeah, I don't. I don't think. I mean, for lack of like, it's a, you're at a 22 month layoff on a four fight losing streak. It's. I mean, I don't know what he could have been doing in that time frame. Right. To, and especially at his age. Like, he's, you know, mid to late 30s, too. Like, he's been in the game for such a long time. It's not like 
you're, it's not you're be coming out and doing like fucking John Jones spinning back elbows and flying knees. Like he, he has his repertoire down. Like he's might have something new, but it's not. I don't think it's gonna be enough to get the win. Right. Yeah, uh, Gilbert off the juice. Uh, I don't see him winning. Maybe that's the trick. Maybe he does the juice, gets the win, retires, and then <laughs> walks away from the UFC before and before they find out. <laughs> no. 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 Oh, let me be silly. Okay, fine. You can be silly. <laughs> uh, Chito Vera is taking on Nolan Hernandez. I think it's Nolan or Nolene. No Helen. I don't Nolan. know. I don't know. I forgot who Cheeto was supposed to fight, but his opponent dropped out, and they didn't let some guy in the regionals pop in and fight him. So it's kind of a weird one. Hey, Cheeto at least Vera, or Marlon Vera. At least they have fucking this guy's picture. This oh yeah, I got Cheeto. I like I like me some Cheeto Vera. Oh, uh, Claudia Gadea is taking on Random Marcos. Uh, Sean O'Malley, Rafa. Sean, okay, yeah. Sean O'Malley. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because so Sean, this is, Sean a, this is a real quick. Trip. Yeah, this, Sean, he, Sean pissed dirty again. Yeah, like two weeks ago. Yeah. If that. Yeah. Oh, Shawnee. Shawnee, Shawnee, Shawnee. Figure it out, bro. Figure it Pico, out. Picograms only. Anything bigger than a picogram is unacceptable. Is this Claudia's first fight since Chicago when she got her ass kicked and won? I think she's won since then. Okay. Didn't she beat uh, Carolina? Uh, she lost to Nina Ansaroff back in December of and then, yeah, June last year, she beat Carla in Chicago, but she lost that fight. In my opinion, I thought Carla beat her up. And then everybody booed her, and she thought that everybody was booing Carla. But we were just booing the decision. <laughs> you were booing the decision, weren't you, Raph? I know you were booing. You were there. I, I was there. I don't know if I was booing. You were probably booing. He was booing. Everybody was booing. I was saying boo urns. I don't know what you guys talking about. <laughs> you were saying boobs. Boobs. Yeah. She beat Ko- uh, Kovacavich back in 2017. Oh, damn. I got my years way off. Yeah, her last couple fights have been uh, Jessica and Draj back in September of 2017. Uh Sparza in June of 2018, and then Nina Ansaroff in December. So she's on a bit of a losing streak. Well, no, I guess she she won against the Sparza, but fuck her, she lost. I don't care what she, the results were. She she should be Random Marcos. I love Random Marcos. Don't get me wrong, but I think Claudia is too good. I think I think yeah. Claudia is better and stronger in the areas that Randa is really good at, like 
fucking wrestling in the floor and but Aranda's <clears throat> last win came against uh oh what's her face Hill Randa just lost too, didn't she? Uh, not that long ago. Uh, was that to Rod- she- Rodriguez? Nina, she's gotten something. She thought she just had a fight. Not like a couple, uh, not that long. Huh? Her last, according to this, her last fight was March against. Um, oh God, I can't think of her first name. Hill. Um, Angela. Angela, thank you. I was drawing a blank. I'm really high. Uh, yeah, she fought Angela Hill back in March. Yeah, that must be what. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. Then, I mean, the the pride of Windsor, man. Come on, Dub City, I love, the real Dub City. Fuck the Golden State Warriors. Yeah, I I love Random Marcos. <laughs> no, I'm a I big, big fan of her, and she trains. She comes to Michigan to train sometimes. She used to train with the Michigan top team. I, I, oh really? Yeah. Yeah. When she couldn't afford to train at fucking uh, with Frost anymore, because uh, she wasn't because yeah. she wasn't making enough money in the UFC. She came over and trained with the Michigan top team in Detroit, where uh, um, Cody Stamen's training. Oh, okay. I think that's his camp with Darren Crookshanks, even though Crookshanks isn't in the UFC anymore. I hope Ronda gets the win, or uh, uh, Ronda, Ronda gets the win, but I, yeah. Yeah, I'm rooting for her, but. I mean, Claudia arguably beat Ioana twice. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, and, it, I mean, Ioana might not be the fighter now that she was then, but then when she was a beast and she didn't necessarily look, uh, when she, yeah. What, she didn't I, look I, human? And she was pushed to the limit by Claudia. I mean, the, the Claudia definitely has the ability to get right back to the number one contender spot easily. Right. So we shall see. Rafa, what do you think? I'm rooting for Claudia. Should be a good fight, regardless. Yeah. Should be. Uh, opening fight of the prelims is. Alejandro Perez versus Song Yadong. I don't know. Would you say about my dong? There's a song for you, dong. I didn't, I'm not singing it. Damn right there it is. It's there. <laughs> uh, your early prelim has Edmund Shabazian taking on Jack Marshman. Uh, Ishmael Naradiev taking on Chance Reconteur. Ishmael looks scary. Nora Deev. And uh, Julia Avila versus Penny Kinzad. Or Kiazad. Kinzad. Some shit. That's your card. Bam. It's a decent uh, uh, prelim and uh, and main card. Just the early prelims are a little touch and go. But... You, got, you got opening fight is two women making their debut in the Bantamweight division. Uh... Ismail is oh yeah the Austrian Wonder Boy. He was it Perseris? He, yeah, so he is in his second fight. 
chance wrecking tours fucking 13 and 3. So there's another young. I mean, yeah, their prelims are just what they should be. It's his second fight as well. You got so you got two girls in the pre in their debut, two guys that are in their second fight fighting each other, young young up and comers, and then a guy like Marshman who's been around for a while, taking on a nine and zero Edmund Shabazian. I like it. I like yeah. it. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Marshman, Marshman's kind of a gatekeeper guy. So, I guess Shabazzian a chance to show he's, he's some, he's, you know, he's legit. That's what I think. Goddamn. We're on two and a half hours. You're welcome. <laughs> uh the only really news i guess that i have that i just thought of was that uh the ufc let go of john lineker yeah kind of expected but not at this point i would have expected if you told me two and a half years ago when he was missing weight on a regular basis and he was refusing to go up I thought, yeah, it makes sense because no point in having him on the roster. He can't make weight, but he's not been terrible since I think, unless there's like a contract dispute that we don't know about or something. Maybe he's making demands, like give me this or I'm done. And they just said, you know what, we'll just release you from your thing. Like, I don't know. It's just a kind of out of left field right now. Yeah, I, I thought it was a little weird. There's got. There, I feel like there's a backstory that we haven't heard yet. That he might come out and tell his side about what happened, because he doesn't. I haven't heard anything except from the release. I don't know if he's gone on Twitter or anything and uh, went off on them for anything. So not that I know of. It seems like it was a pretty peaceful release. So that's why I feel like he almost like requested it. Or he may want. He may want to get out and go fight somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. That's what. That's what I think is. I think he says, you know. I want like I like he he could easily just said I want more money or or release me and they said all right fine you're gone that could have just been a simple plan for him for a late. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean besides that the news cycles all just pretty much been fucking UFC two thirty nine related so. Boom! Listen to that, America! Happy birthday! How many years? Um, a lot. Too many for my stone brain to try to calculate right now. 235? We'll go with that. I don't know. No. 15 no. years of taking a prescription. Now it shrinks like, I don't know, maybe get a kid. And... I, I have no idea. I don't either. I can't remember. I'm an un-American bastard. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming to do math. Yeah, don't ask me to do math while I'm fucking stoned. I'm too high for this shit. We gave you freedom, Canada. You tell us how many years. Yeah, yeah. How many years have you how been? You gave us freedom. Because we didn't bomb you? Well, no, because last time you tried, we burned down the White House. No, by virtue of us. If if we weren't the bullies of the whole world, Canada, be done. Right. If we weren't such nice people, 
We could fucking just take you guys over and make you the northern United States. Technically, you guys kind of are. Yeah, you're like America's hat. I just, wouldn't the northern United States just be Alaska? Well, yeah. Okay, so you'd In be Alaska part of you'd Canada. Be, you'd be the mid lower. <laughs> you'd be the you'd be the fucking yeah. The, it would just future. all become part. You would just become Alaska. You'd be fucking the Providence of Alaska. <laughs> you put you become part of the fifty the, the biggest state in the whole fucking United either one states. Ryan either yeah one. even Texas <laughs> that's a huge ass state it is a huge ass state so is Alaska they should probably mm. succeed and form your own thing like Canada or something yeah. oh we're gonna take Canada back man. It's yeah. ours. You can't take us back when we're never part of you. Yeah, I mean, you should be. We just didn't want you, so I guess yeah. it's kind of the same thing. Not fair enough. <laughs> we were like the child in the divorce where neither parent really wanted them. Raph, you and I, instead of drunk history, you and I should start doing fucking stoned history. Where we just get really high and make and make up fucking facts of shit. <laughs> It sounds right. That sounds right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Fuck it. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah, we beat the Indians in Canada and gave white people Canada. Well, here you go. Yeah. <laughs> we were like your pro- your fucking consolation prize is that you get to have your Thanksgiving at a really weird time, and yeah. as when things are harvested, as opposed to when things are frozen. Look, the only time, the only thing I care about being harvested in the fall is pot crops. Okay. And that happened. 17, you just don't understand, Ryan. 1776, just, yeah. When we ran out of the harvest and we had to kill the Indians, that's why we celebrated as Americans <laughs> right, in yeah. November when it got really cold. Right. <laughs> right. Hey, it's cold, guys. Have some small pl- – I mean, have some blankets. Yeah. <laughs> and the tomahawk to the head. No, no, no. Not your women. Your women will take care of the women. This is only for the men and male children. Yeah, we'll give – Reassurance, we'll bring bro. them inside to do dishes and such. Well, yeah, we need them <laughs> to make babies and stuff. Yeah, food. That's what that's what they thought. So fuck it. The best part is that Canada's history with the natives is just as shady, but no one knows about it. Oh, we well, know because ours is ours is shadier. So they're just like I don't know. Well, look what can... America did. We did the basically the same thing, man. They, a native tries to walk off a reserve now. They get like murdered. <laughs> it's like, it's like just, we're, we're just not apologizing for it. We're just, yeah, it yeah, we're just not as polite about yeah. it as you guys are. So, <laughs> you know, they gave us the land. We, we, only, apo- we only formally apo- apologized like a year and a half ago. Yeah, like, man. But at least, at least you guys gave it a sorry. We, yeah, we, we, we just keep pretending. <laughs> Americans just keep so. pretending like it didn't happen. That's what, awesome. What'd you say, Raph? I'm sorry. I think they're taking it out of the history books. Jesus. That we, uh, that we took it from the Native Americans. Oh, God damn it. Fucking Trump's America. Ugh. How did World War II end? I heard it with this bomb. No, no, no. There's nothing. I don't know. What happened. Pearl Harbor and then Americans said, we're done. Yeah, <laughs> nah. Nah, we... like, just take all that out there while you're at it. Like we dropped, we dropped two bombs to show the world that you can't. No, fuck no, no. With America. That, take it out of the books. Take it out of the books. Never happened. <laughs> Those history channels are wrong. It happened. God damn it! <laughs> it fucking happened. I lo- you can take it out of the history books, but like, come on. Like, there's, there's Google. You can, like, you'll find even more at, without the history books. Like, get out of here. Right. <laughs> 
Oh, man. Well, boys, I think I think that's a podcast for us this evening. Ryan, thank you for making your monthly pay-per-view stop by. I think August. They usually have two, so yeah. I'm busy for me next, next month. <laughs> Thank you again, as always, for having me on. I appreciate it. That's you know, all- I love. Uh, I'm happy that we're trying. That we've, we're actually finally like really able to hammer something out. So it's not like, uh, hey, it's been six months. What are you doing? Kind of thing. Like, I yeah, like that we're getting, we're doing something. It's, a, it's an open door policy. You know that. You just fucking. Yeah. You just fucking walk in. Rafa, happy 4th of July, my brother. Happy 4th of July, Jeff. Enjoy your fucking cookout with the boys tomorrow. Yeah. Tell I'll take pictures. Yeah, tell uh, Frankie and Toucan. Is Jesus coming? Uh, he said he was, but Jesus is flaky. Yeah, well, you tell Frankie. And he knows this if he hears this. He's a flaky asshole. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you, hear this, if you hear this, Jesus, you know I got love for you. Which uh, one of you guys is going to be like uh, Jim Duggan and defect from America and, and accept Canada as your Lord and Savior? Never. <laughs> never. Not even if there is a fire. Illinois legalized recreational use, so. Right. Yeah. It's not going to happen. Now. And so did Michigan, so we're good. But we have lacrosse. Yeah, we have lacrosse, too. We have hockey. We have hockey, too. We have snow nine months out of the year. Hey, we have snow nine months <laughs> yeah. out of the year, too. Yeah, we got that, too. We have an idiot for our leader. Hey! We got a, we got a bigger idiot for our leader. No, you don't, have a, you don't have a leader. You just have a moron. <laughs> sure. got, we got you beat. We have, we have a guy who was a drama teacher that somehow got elected. We have a guy know. who was a fucking reality star. But he could talk, at least. This guy... this. Did you have you never heard uh, Trudeau when he when Canada banned plastic and they said what does your family drink water from Ryan and he and he said when I drink water from the bot not from the bottle we use this cardboard juice water box like thingy to Ryan. drink water from Ryan at least Trump would say I drink water from a bottle Ryan we <laughs> suffered through eight years of fucking George W Bush. The, I suffered through 12 years of, of uh, Jean Christian. Right, but you're talking about idiots. You're talking about yeah. idiots. George W. Bush is the. He almost died because of a pretzel. And yet, how dumb was he that he was smart enough to trick enough people to vote him in a second time? Mm. Well, Americans have proven they're fucking stupid. <laughs> They'll prove More it again. To come to Canada. They'll prove it again. You guys elected Trudeau. Because we didn't know. Now they know. I knew. Problem is, is a, it's a rigged system here. It's a rigged system. Rig system here, too. Looks get you everywhere when you're a politician. <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> that's going to, well, I guess I should bring up the music. We gotta fucking, we gotta get a little fucking Hulk Hogan up in this bitch. Get a little Rick Derringer. Come on, YouTube. There we go. All right, that's gonna wrap it things up for this episode of the Average Joe's MMA Show. As always, we appreciate you guys. Happy Fourth of July to all of you out there. 
fucking blow shit up. America. Fuck yeah. I'm high as balls. For Ryan, for Rafa, we'll see you guys on the next episode of The Average Joes. Canada. <laughs> Our-